Fuck that finish. Fuck. Fuck that finish. Fuck. to the Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, episode 128. Yeah. It's a celebration. Five long years. Five years. Five <laughs> so I got like, I'm Jason. <laughs> I'm like Jason for, <laughs> between part one and two. <laughs> <laughs> or between killing Alice and returning to Camp of Crystal Lake. Or whatever, the, the training camp. Four okay. seconds in, and there's a Friday reference. <laughs> Four seconds in. So did he kill Alice the same year that Alice that Alice killed his mother, and then wait five years to come back to Pakenak Lodge, or did he wait everything for five years? No, it was two. It was two months, two three months, right? It's two or three months yeah. is the mention of after the beheading to when Alice got the ice pick stuck through her beautiful, beautiful. head, and then five hey, years buddy. later he just rested. Like so, he's a very peaceful guy. He's fully grown. He's been fully grown for five years. Yeah. But how did he get her body back to the uh, to the shrine? The same it. way he hunted her down in the first place. What do you mean? How did he get it back? He carried her. He, so he carried it. Nobody saw him walking from. How far was her house from? from it was Crystal night. Lake? Well, he had a severed <laughs> head. How did he get? It was he was walking with the severed head. He was like that guy in, in Intruder. Oh, here comes old Parker. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> he didn't have a severed head. She yeah, didn't his her head cut off. He took his mom's head and stuck it in her fridge. You think she ordered it from fucking eBay? Oh, no, 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 no. B is asking, how did Jason get Alice's body back from the place she was staying, that apartment? Yeah, but he, to... he's, saying, right. he's yeah. saying he walked He walked to Alice's apartment with the head and yeah. then walked back with the head and he, her body. Yeah, he didn't question He didn't question the fact that he had to get there with the fucking severed head. He only you questioned the body. He probably called Michael <laughs> to give him a ride there. <laughs> he was doing pretty damn good last night. I'll give him a call. Yeah. If that's your biggest complaint about Friday 2, I can live with that. You know what I mean? Why did we get top five complaints of Friday 2? <laughs> Let's do it. I, I do have some Friday the 13th notes, you know. I, Actually, I, Friday, I, I, Friday 2 will come up on one of my lists tonight. It's going to come up several times tonight, I'm sure. But the thing is, I have notes from fuck that I've had for, for months here, and we finally have the time to do this for the five-year celebration. We can shoot the shit. We have the stuff you guys gave us. There isn't that much Christmas stuff, thank God. It just goes to prove that people are, are, are probably as sick of hearing about Christmas horror movies as I am. But, I mean, I have all these notes, Friday the 13th. You know, I never realized until this time watching it, the last time, which was like whatever, in October, <laughs> that Jason... Had to have pulled that rope when it wrapped around that kid's foot. I've always said this. I said, those traps don't snag themselves. 
I've, that was that was my joke, I think, with uh, Vince way back when on uh, TJF. I've always said, like, he's had to be there, like, in the bushes going, oh, here he is. Zook. I've heard it already. I know I listen. Do the sound effects. I think you can hear them. Oh, oh, oh here he is. <laughs> That's why I want a B-roll f- film of Friday the 13th. All the... I want to see Pamela, like... Yeah. hoisting up um steve christy i want to see jason in the bushes i want all I that i want to see i want to see pamela <laughs> hoisting up chris christy <laughs> uh, is that Dude, what alex's hurry. fan film is going to be that should be it friday the 13th <laughs> b roll right it's actually nine lives if you can believe that Ooh. And, and and the leading uh, the final girl is going to be dressed up in a cat outfit, a black cat. So you know I'm all about that. Yeah. Are you going to save like, her? Yeah, Are you, did you come oh, at the end and save her? Lucky. Lucky. Lucky's here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to save her. That's, that's it. You're the final girl. Like, she's in distress. Jason wounds her. She's limping away. Then you come driving. And then you see her. And you rescue her. Where are you going? I'm going back to my my loving home. I'll, I'm going to take you to my house instead. <laughs> I'm going to give her the old captain. You don't home. you don't mind, eh? She's going to stay with me in the bed. <laughs> I got to nurse her back to health. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's Uh-oh. fucking great. Okay, listen. How the hell? Isn't it odd? Do you know any teenager that needs glasses to drive? Usually when you get older, you need driving glasses or night glasses or something. Do you, Have you ever known of a teenager that only wears glasses when he drives? I mean, it depends. It, might, it just might be uh, like maybe they have for night vision or I don't know. Well, it's daytime. It's daytime. Day vision? In the final, huh? <laughs> Day vision. Yeah. Day well, vision. in the final chapter, that one kid, uh, Polly. Paul's balls himself, when he drives, when you first meet them, and only when he's behind the wheel of a car, he has he puts glasses on. Isn't that weird? I never noticed it until now. Let's not forget, he's 65 years old. Yeah. <laughs> His balls were already in the lake before he got into the water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What about the cheese puff arc? I don't know which Friday the 13th movie it is. I want to say it's part four, but it might be five. There was a scene when they're talking to someone. There's a guy standing there, and he's sticking toothpicks in cheese puffs, and he's building something. Does that ring a bell with anyone? Yes, it does. Which one is that? I don't remember. It's four or five. I'm just judging by my notes and, and what I was watching. I want to say final chapter. I remember someone with mashed potatoes making this big sort of like big mountainous thing and saying this means something. Close encounters? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or how about the mashed potato thing in uh, Christmas Story? Remember he sticks his fork in there? He's right in the middle of the mashed Or, or UHF. <laughs> I still haven't fun of seen it. it. Oh. I got to. That's your, you on your see, Yeah, you got to see UHF. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, how about this? Tom and Trish. Sorry. Tommy and Trish go out and they meet what's his name for the first time. Uh, fucking, you know, Gordon. the failure. Rob, Rob Dyer. Then they come home. Then later on in the movie, there's no reason for this to happen. Rob Dyer's out doing his own thing. Mrs. Voorhees comes home and she can't find anybody. Where the hell are Tommy and Trish? Where did they go? Mrs. Jarvis, you mean? Yeah, Mrs. Jarvis. What did I say? Mrs. Voorhees? Isn't yeah, that when okay. they went to get the bypass patch cord? Yeah, no, they had already come back from it. They, and then they Did went they? upstairs. Yeah, remember? 
Remember, they go upstairs. That's when he meets Tommy's mother. Remember, look, I got a friend, and we came upstairs. They run up the stairs. I got to show you my mask. No, no, that's when they. Ask. That's when they come back from. They were driving yeah, at me. nighttime. They're they were just yeah, they driving, were driving back from. That's when they were driving back from the watering hole. After he says, "What a pack of patootsies." But that's and when then, they go get the bypass patch cord because that's when they meet him, and the car won't start. <laughs> it's true that, that they only meet him the one time, and they're and driving with them. What the fuck is a bypass patch cord? <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's for, you can only play Zaxxon with it. You have to have it to play I Zaxxon. I can't. I need a bypatch patch cord. Hey, shut the fuck up and go make another mask. <laughs> go feed Gord. What about, a, what about a solenoid? You know what a solenoid is? No. Is that, I, I always wondered, it is in the car? And can you, can you put a knife into it to start the car up? <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know, but. When I worked at Autos, and when I saw a box and it said it was a cylinder, and I took a picture of it, and I forgot to put it up. But it, it is a car part that exists. Is that why you don't work there anymore? This is what you were doing? You're like, I'm going <laughs> to... Like, Dave, quit taking fucking pictures and unpack the fucking solenoids. <laughs> I watch Friday 4. I know exactly what to do. Step aside, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> give me a butter knife. Hey, yeah, Gordon, knife. give me the knife. <laughs> and I got to give part five props for a couple things. They brought back the old logo... In a new beginning, it disappeared in part three, and it disappeared in the final chapter. The original Friday the Thirteenth logo, they brought it back for a new beginning, and it made me very happy. And I, I didn't realize it till this time, because you know when you watch them all in a row, you notice the little differences. I was like, is your, Look, dress, is your dress falling off? What's poor guy, he's not Me? feeling good. Full disclosure, right? He's in a he's fucking or, got COVID. He's in told, a damn basement. Totally not. I know. I, <laughs> I shouldn't be down here. I'm already feeling it because I'm I'm. Every time I like crack a bad joke, I'm like lean into the microphone. I'm like, oh, I'm exerting myself. I'm yeah, exerting you should myself. probably stop leaning into the mic. Just hit mute and just sit back. <laughs> <laughs> I will be on mute for most of this, you fucking Finnish prick. <laughs> oh, wait. and you too, Brandon. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to make his top five um, patrons. I think there's a question about that later. I wonder if Marco is going to be in Christian's top five. <laughs> there was a top five patrons question? It was a joke, but I think they they wanted to know. There were some questions that were. Hold on now, hold on. There were some questions that we were asked that I didn't send as a note because no no notes are necessary for it. It's, it's extra work. It's more fun to to do it spontaneous. So I didn't. I'll just I'll just do bottom five because that's easier. That is, yeah, bottom five for sure. Now listen, Friday the Thirteenth. Did you know when Joey gets killed, you when they show his body, there's an arm on top of it. So somehow Vic chopped off his arm while he was attacking him, and they put the arm on top of Joey's body. Isn't that weird? It was a call to arms. <laughs> it was a farewell to arms. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> little evil dead to you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> it, it is good. Yeah. Uh, what else? I like, damn, it's a tough story to write. And it is a tough story to write. If you imagine giving the script for the final chapter. Here, Jason's dead in the ground. Start writing here. Considering what they had to do, I think they did a pretty good job. That That's the point. You know? Uh, what else? Part five. There's a line in the movie, and it says, you're a real ass. And the person that answers says, better than being a whole ass. What's better than being all ass. That all is... Ass. What's the difference? A, a real ass and all ass is the same thing, no? Yeah. What? Line doesn't make any sense. Who said and, it no, to someone who? Says, all ass. Who said it yeah, to who? They, I don't remember. I don't have the notes for what movie it's from. I, I want to say it's part five or, or six. Uh, I, I feel like a, six. 
you're a real ass, meaning you're a jackass, and then better than being all ass, meaning you got a fat ass. Oh, thanks, B. Okay, I yeah. guess. That's exactly that. what it means. <laughs> See, it, it would have made more sense if if he said you're a real asshole, and then the guy said, "Well, it's better than being a whole ass. Yeah. I'm just a whole. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? A whole hole. <laughs> a whole." <laughs> That's why I bring these things up, so you guys can clear it up. Okay, so you, you've done that. Okay, uh, you bang is official now because it says so in the, what do you call it, in the freaking, I put that on the page. It's it, it's not uh, you bang. Because we, we know how reliable subtitle <laughs> subtitlers are. <laughs> I know, I'm using it for my argument. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like politician over here. Yeah. Well, it says in this, in this yeah. instance, you bang. <laughs> Because right. some migrant worker stuck in a cage at the border who's probably been made to do these subtitles for Scream Factory wrote, uh, you bang! If Ricky, if Ricky Martin did it, it would have been She Bangs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And what the fuck? When they were doing that part, oh, when, they were, uh, <laughs> when they were describing to the kids what we're going to do this year, hey, are we going to do this? And the other girls are giving her signs. How come at that one point the one girl was doing a chicken dance? What do you think she wanted her to say? You know what I'm talking about. Do you guys want to have fun? Do you guys? And they're giving her signs. Do you guys oh. want to scare the boys? And then one of the girls goes like this. She gives them, you know, like she a was, chicken dance. Sign. She was trying <laughs> to keep warm because it was the dead of fucking winter and they're at camp for three days. <laughs> like, I'm fucking freezing. I want to go home. It's true. There's more leaves. It's such a great visual, but like you're supposed to be in summer. Why would you have a shot of the door blowing open and all these leaves coming through? <laughs> That's true. Anyway. Yeah, you're right. That's a cold play. That's a good answer, though. I'll take it. Oh, okay, geez. and I finally figured out what this girl said. What'd you say? Summer breeze? Uh, I was saying summer leaves. Summer, summer leaves. leaves. <laughs> summer leaves. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm scared out of my mind. Okay. Um, how about what's her name? I always, for years, I always thought that she said my fucking stepfather and asshole who rented it. But she says asshole in residence. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Did you know that? That's what she, that's no, what she said. I always thought she said asshole residence. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And then I think I brought it up on the, either this show or something else. And someone told me it was asshole who rented it. And I'm no, like, that well, makes way I more sense. Thought... <laughs> right. Well, I always thought it was asshole who rented it because you, you could probably rent a fucking camper like that. So that's what I'm thinking. It, But when you look at the subtitles, it said asshole in residence. Does that mean, you know, that's the way she says I, I, he's my stepfather. I live with him. He's an asshole in residence. Or that I he's in university. Too, like the he, asshole living... resident. He's living like in residence at university. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. I talked over you like three times. I Raise your hand next time. <laughs> I don't okay, care. I first... muted you. You couldn't tell I muted you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your response to be? No, he forgot it? Okay, see. No, no, your... I remember. I'm just raising my hand first. <laughs> <laughs> Raise your hands. You got it. Raise your hands. You know it. You feel confident. Secure. Asshole residence. The asshole resident, meaning the asshole who resides at my house. Okay. It's funny because there, there's going to be a game coming out. It's called Asshole Resident Evil. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Better to be an asshole resident evil than a whole ass resident evil. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, just a couple more. So, uh, you're right. She like, does say Melissa. Melissa. She hundred percent says it. <laughs> yeah, Melissa. What the fuck? Right. She had a stroke. That's how she did Jason didn't kill her. She was already dead by then. She died of a stroke earlier in the film. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Melissa. She's a fucking half pig, half girl. Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was like trying to meow, like a Melissa meow. Like that type of thing. <laughs> She's the final girl in Alex's movie. <laughs> Maybe that is the girl that she did. Oh no, it's not. Sorry. It's not even funny. Damn it. First, I was going to say, maybe that's the girl that got the guest star. Because, you know, there is a Friday girl that's going to be in this movie. We just don't know who it is. So, but she's passed away, unfortunately. Poor, poor thing. Okay, uh, moving on. Part 8. Where the hell is that dog going to go potty? How do you bring a dog on a boat, on a cruise ship? Could you imagine bringing your doors? Is going to take a shit? Anywhere he wants. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the answer. You're right. <laughs> You're going to be on a cruise. You're going to be turning around. Oh, look at the night sky. Oh, what a beautiful night. All of a sudden, turn around, fucking the, the dog copping a squat next to you. In the deckhand's oh. mouth. I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> there is one, there's those two deckheads, eh? There's the old crazy guy that's like the crazy Ralph of the ship. And then there's like that younger, hotter guy that they make reference to like once. <laughs> and then he shows guy. up dead. And when he's like, I think the guy they shoot by accident when the guy's glasses get blown off by the vents. You know, the, the vents that just oh shoot God, out just random right, steam. He just broke my glass. He yeah. just blew my glasses off. <laughs> he just blew them sky high. And then he just fires. And then they show the guy on the ground. And his head's propped it up. Like, it looks like he's got, like, a nice pillow behind it so that we can see it nice and clear. And you still don't know who the fuck he is. Why did they do that? Why? What? You're it's asking about you why they the did that. over the side of the boat and you squeeze him. Yeah. Empty you out. Let's... Fucking empty you out. Fucking, what's the dog's name in Nate? <laughs> Toby. Oh, oh, Toby. Come on, Toby. Let me dog see ever. Yeah. We should be saying the top five worst animals. We have top five animals. If top five worst ever. animals would be a question, yeah. Toby would be top of that list. He was a useless dog, did nothing, and then on top of it did a scare at the end, which was stupid. Never should have happened. Like, a, like, uh, come on. Anyway, I figured out why what's the name did not want to grow on the boat. Why, why, why that asshole didn't want his uh, niece to be on the boat because he figured her being there on the water, it was going to bring back the memories of when he pushed her in the water as a kid. Makes sense, huh? That does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Thought about that. Now, speaking of part eight, I can explain Jason turning into a boy at the end. Now it makes sense. The girl was on heroin. She fucking imagined all this. It was in her head already about young Jason chasing her and everything else. She got shot up by uh, by heroin by those freaking those junkies in the street. And this is only half an hour later. She's high as a fucking kite. Yeah. So that didn't happen. I wish I was why when I watched. Why did she have to? Yeah. Why did she have to imagine him as an Asian boy? Yeah. Could could she have imagined him in a good movie? Yeah. You can't do that. Why can't she hallucinate a better movie? <laughs> We should do that. Alternate hallucination endings. <laughs> there, there's more <laughs> B-roll footage. There's so much B-roll that we could do. Have oh. B-roll. I do like and though that the drug dealers are, uh, are are not white because that I wanted it to be very close to home and make, and make sure that it was <laughs> politically correct. <laughs> I thought the one guy was what's his name from Creepshow Two at first. I thought uh, it was fucking uh, the native guy. You know what I mean? This hair is going to get made and made. You don't realize, um, you don't realize how racist 
it kind of is kind of it is just from a time capsule standpoint like the second they get to new york they get robbed <laughs> but it's great i love it it is pretty it is pretty bad but i don't care i wasn't offended yeah. by it as someone who who an asshole in residence of new york you know yeah. <laughs> i don't fucking care shit on new york if you want it's not gonna hurt my balls you know so what about, okay. what about paul's balls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One more note. Freddy versus Jason. Freddy says something in the beginning about the children still feared me, so I was able to invade their dreams. Okay, that doesn't make any sense because in the original Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984, the children didn't even know who the fuck he was. There was yeah. nobody to fear, and he still invaded their dreams. So, yeah. Uh, just thought I'd I mean, that's, that, that's what happens when you get to, like, the 10th movie. <laughs> Or whatever. I know. For Nightmare or whatever. I guess it's the eighth but whatever the fuck movie it is for Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> uh it's the it's the eleventh Friday, right? I guess. Yeah. Although, do you guys really count that? Like if there's a Friday the thirteenth movie, do you feel comfortable with them calling it Friday the I I wish they would call it that, but they're not going to. It'd be worth it for the gimmick. Because we since I was a kid I wanted to see that and hear it, you know. Friday the thirteenth part thirteen. It would be amazing. I don't think it's going to happen if they make another movie, but do you think that there really should be 13 Friday the 13th? Because does Freddy vs. Jason and the remake actually count? Yeah, they'll, they'll count yeah. them. They'll count them. Um, and but do you think they, will, they, they won't call it part 13, but they'll market it as part 13. All the marketing okay. will be surrounded by that. But yeah, I, yeah. I'd rather them count those than the fucking Never Hike Alones. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, do you consider, like, okay, how many Alien movies are there? You know what I mean? There's Alien, Alien 2, 3, uh, whatever the fuck, what is it called? Resurrection, whatever the fuck that thing's called. And then, yeah. okay, yeah. so you got those, and then you got Prometheus, and you got Alien Covenant, right? Okay, so what's that, six movies? Do you really say eight movies because of the two Alien versus Predator movies? I don't think you do. Does anybody say that? Oh, this is part fucking, if they make another Alien, are they going to say it's part nine? I don't think so. No, you're right. No, but they count them as part of the franchise because they feature. Aliens. Yeah, but do they though? That's what I'm trying to say. Does anybody say that? And like Predator, do they though? How many Predator movies are they? Are you gonna say there, there's four, or are you gonna say there's fucking six? To catch you know a Predator. <laughs> they should. Would it be fun? Would it be fun? Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen brings a Predator in. That should I'll be our be... movie. That, that should be. be a great skit to catch I'll a Predator. Fucking... He yeah. down there, and Predator it's, comes. It has to have been your... done. Someone has no, to have done that, that already. No way. I would have seen that. And he sits down, <laughs> and, he ha- and, he ha- and he has some sweet tea because there's always sweet tea waiting in the kitchen. Sit down, have yourself a drink of some sweet tea. <laughs> so, what were you gonna do with the duct tape, the shovel, the rope that you brought? Oh, I was just coming to check on her, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, that's all the Friday the 13th talk. I've had those notes for a while, and we finally have time to, to talk about it. Thanks to thanks to the, thanks to to the you guys, because you guys voted for us to, to have a bullshit-type show. And, and this is going to be full of bullshit, that's for sure. <laughs> that's okay. Happy holidays and, and, and happy five-year. It's, it's, it's awesome. It really, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. And Oh, one more thing. I watched Black Christmas the other day, and I had to figure it out for my damn self. I've been asking you two. And I've been complaining for years about it, and no one's given me a definitive answer, and I figured it out for myself. 
and my rating has gone up a little bit because it's all that matters. I have figured out the reason why Peter went to the window and started bashing the fucking thing to go in. Remember, that was my one of my big complaints. Why would he do that? Because they're not answering the door. He immediately is going to think basement and go down there and start attacking and smashing the window. What sense does that make? Uh, and nobody could ever give me an answer. I figured it out last night. When the killer runs away and chasing her, she runs wherever the hell she runs. She stabs, whatever the hell happens. She runs... And she's screaming in front of the door. She's trying to get out. And remember, they allude to it twice throughout the movie. They let you know there's something wrong with that door. Right? So now she can't get out of the door. The door is stuck and she doesn't have time to fuck around. So she runs in the basement. She's already been screaming. So now when she gets down there, as soon as she gets down there, you hear a door slam. Now what you're hearing is Peter heard her screaming. Open the front door, because, you know, there's two doors. There's the, the first door, then there's that little space they walked in. There's the second door, okay? He opened the first door, tried to get in the second door, and it was stuck. Realized she was screaming and tried a desperate way to get in, so he went to the basement windows. So it's I answered it for myself. Two out of ten now. <laughs> eight oh, and a yeah. half. I've gone up. <laughs> it's eight and a half now. It'll probably be like in my top 15 instead of my number 22. So it's gone up. Still don't like it at all that they that they don't search the thing. They know there's bodies there, and they found the others, and they don't think to look around the house for other bodies. Makes zero sense. And also, I noticed this time that Margot Kidder, she's so paranoid about the calls that are coming in and everything else, and that you know the, the girl's missing and all that shit. She goes to the cops to get help and gives them a fake number. She the old fe joke, the fellatio. So if you're that fucking scared and you want help from the cops, why would you give them a fake number to call for help? It doesn't make any sense. But anyway. It's One still, and it's a still, half out of ten. It's still, I, I still went up, so you guys should be, you know, happy about it. Eight and a half. I've gone up. It's talking about the 2019 one, everybody. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. I, I watched all three of them. I finally saw it. Yeah. And Christian, I'm with I, I, I don't know what you rated. I, well, hold on. It's not good. It's like a four yeah. out of ten. I just don't think. It's a, oh, I, so I gave, it, I gave it a six to six and a half, like in that range. Six, oh, six oh. out of ten. Yeah. Okay, now with you, and I don't think it was as heavy-handed as I was expecting it to be. I, I see what's going on there, and obviously it's in your face as can be, but I don't. There's going to be more on that on another show coming out, so um, I won't get into it here. But I'll just say it's a four out of ten. That smells like a Watsy episode. episode. Am I? Am I? Watsy. <laughs> I'm just making sure I'm not on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Not. It recorded last night. No. Oh, okay. You're, you're, yeah, I don't okay. think I was on then. Nope. No, I don't like I uh no, you you're still in the failure zone and I said, "Well, I enjoyed it for what it was. I <laughs> ignored like I said, it was like a, a 6. I haven't watched it since. I keep saying I was going to rewatch it. I will rewatch it. I've watched the 2006 already. I plan to rewatch the 2019 and of course I saved the the original closer to Christmas. So I think I gave it like a 6 also, five and a half, six. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. It's not that, it's not, it's, what was happening is people were saying it was crap. It was absolutely the worst, the bottom of the barrel. I'm like, it's not that bad. No, yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that good, but I've seen a lot worse. That's all I'm saying. I just don't, the way people were talking about it, I was expecting it to be, have no redeeming qualities and just be a freaking, uh, a political vehicle, everything. Like there was that one character. Yes. But I was expecting every female in the movie 
to talk like that one character talked. You know, that one girl that basically yeah. spearheaded everything and had, you know, the problem with the teacher and everything else. What, everything she said, yes. But I, the way people spoke about it when I listened to podcasts and I heard people talking, I thought that's what the entire movie was going to be from every character, you know, every female character from, from Jump. And it was, yes, it was heavy handed, but it wasn't extremely heavy handed. At least no. that's not what I thought. The opening kill, if it was gory, would it would be amazing. Yep. It's just very good without the gore. It's yep. just well, it's well done. But if you had the Style gore into it, yeah. it would have been great. <laughs> yep, I agree. It was a good start to it. I was like, number one, it looks better than I thought it was going to look. It shot well. It looks good. That's a good opening kill with the snow angel thing and being dragged off. I'm like, okay, I'm on board for the moment. It didn't yeah. last, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. I just Black Christmas. There you have it. So, <laughs> okay. We have a lot of questions. I'm gonna just start at the top. I'm gonna go to the patron page. We're gonna we're gonna do this in order, and then we're gonna break it up. Granada's gonna you know go question, 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 question. But so here's what we have. Let's just rattle these fuckers off and be out of here in 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a celebration to me. Yeah. That's what we deserve for five years. Let's go back to bed because yeah. we're recording at fucking nine thirty a.m. because we're all ninety-seven years old. <laughs> yeah. And I went I to barely bed. put my teeth in. <laughs> What's that? I'm exhausted. I went to bed at like three last night, and here I am. Yeah, me too. I couldn't fall asleep till really late. I'm I'm gone like three hours, four hours. I was recording, so I recorded for fucking hours last night. Went to bed, and here I am again recording. And you were recording with Watson. You must be really tired. I didn't say I was a <laughs> Oh. I'm just assuming, based just on assume. the fact that you're drinking a big unmarked drink. It's a coffee. This is my... See? It's, it's a... What's, uh, a, what's this? Uh, it's a Contigo. You know what a Contigo is? How do you Contigo kick the bed. what out of what Z? That'd be fantastic if you just continued the show, <laughs> but he wasn't Z. on it. <laughs> Z. Z. Welcome to the Z party. Yeah. <laughs> Z party. <laughs> Welcome to Z party. It can finally Welcome be called cult, cult of Z instead of the cult cult of Z party. <laughs> I'm gonna teach my daughter to produce. That's what I'm gonna do and edit, and then we'll have we'll have our own show. We'll Perfect. have a cult of Z, me and Frank. <gasps> Speaking Frankie. of Frankie, she could also have a position Ooh. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> she probably would be better than me. She's no, I, I was referred to me, but that's means him. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Z. Uh, five years later. Yeah. Oh, you know. Okay. Um, so as you guys know, I've been collecting a VHS, and um, it, it's gotten out of hand, but I'm still not paying those top-notch prices. <laughs> but some things go for real high prices. For example, Faces the Death. The original, the one that I used to see on the shelf when I was a kid, one that I picked for my top 20 covers, by the way, the black, well, I should just bring it out. Either way, it's a, it's a, the black VHS and there's a skull a skull face on the front and it's faces of death. They were all re-released later on with cartoon covers and they were terrible. But either way, that thing sells a lot of times for like $200 normally, you know. It, the clamshell and the regular because it's very rare and whatever. And you can't sell it on eBay at all. It's, it's illegal to sell it on eBay. Even though Why? it's supposed to be fake, you can't sell it there. Uh. Because, you know, what it says, there's the real people getting killed, I guess, you know? So anyway, going back to that, Faces of Death, I'm on this, I've been buying on this site called uh, Mercari, M-E-R-C-A-R-I. Is anyone familiar with that? No? Okay. Uh. Well, it, it's 
people put things for sale on there. Mercari. It's like Etsy, but it, but it's an app and it's just people sell shit, you know? So I, I, I for a while I was checking every day. I'm, I'm building my collection up and uh, I'm, I'm stocking all my shelves and it, it's, it's turned out real, real nice. It's good. It's fun. So once there and what's so funny? What is it? I'm just thinking that, like, have you watched it? Someone probably just photocopied the cover, made a little box for you, and then filmed a bunch of deaths, and then stuffed it into the VHS. And you, you, you probably bought... I mean, we've never heard of this site before. It's probably like a real snuff film that you got. <laughs> yeah, you, bought, you bought a video of some guy murdering his whole family. You have the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it, but I'm getting to that. I did look at it. It does see faces of death. It really does. Yeah. Damn it, I gotta look. <laughs> faces of my family's death. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay there? Uh oh. That sounds like a dry cough. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. See, that's the cover. Yeah. Faces that looks, of death. That looks nice. about 98%. Legit. Okay. Banned in 46 countries. Gorgon video. Okay. Hold on. Now. Have I taken it out? I don't know because I don't care. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. Ooh. FBI it's legit. Wanted. So anyway, <laughs> the reason I get this, <laughs> the reason I get this, number one, I get it for this, but I, the reason I, I was able to acquire this for a, a decent price was this. I, I was shopping on Mercari maybe three or four times. One day they sent me a coupon and it says spend $50 get $20 off so ultimately you know cool I can spend 50, I can spend 50 uh, uh, yeah okay well, so now that, got that math. Day, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> do it though but uh, that very day yeah, now I have been looking I had seen it come up I saw it on Mercari before for $200. I saw it on the Facebook marketplace for $200, $150 plus. People are, are really, it's a real sought after thing. Okay, whatever. So now that day I get a coupon, the thing pops up and it says, Faces of Death, $50. And I said, Holy shit, exactly $50. Can I spend $30 for this real sought after thing that I want? So, well. <laughs> I, I'm going to answer that question by putting it on a credit card, <laughs> not even putting it, not taking it out of my own. Of course, the credit cards, ultimately, I'm getting whacked completely, but I'm just more comfortable putting that on a card than taking the money out of my checking account. So I buy the damn thing for 30 bucks, and I'm really happy about it, and it arrives, and I, and I show my daughter. I said, Frank, you look at this. Now she- We're watching this Christmas day. <laughs> Unless she would. Let me tell you, this girl, since I showed it to her and, and told her what it was, she has not shut up about it. She has become a gore hound, and when she found out that it was real gore, that, that those were her words, she is just like I was at 14. She's like, real gore? When are we going to watch Faces of the Death Dead? She has been answer, a, asking me this every day for the past two weeks. Can I you believe that shit? She wants to watch it. The only downfall is there was always intrigue. I'm not going to lie that there wasn't intrigue when I was younger. But then I'd watch one of these things and I just felt hollow. It was like, like I just, it was horror. I just hated it. I just, I hated the feeling of watching it. But I'm not going to deny that there was intrigue there. But when it's real, I don't know. It, it's like, it's like you're. Let's be you're, honest, you hated the fact that you had an erection. You're like, no, why? <laughs> why? Shame. 
<laughs> Let me just Since rub this here. shame out. <laughs> yeah. Since you're here. Since you're here. Yeah. Well, I'm not even going to pause the video. <laughs> Take her through the video nasties. I'm going to... Well, she's a gore hound, and she, number one, she has no time. Like, this girl is working from fucking uh, 8 in the morning, 7 in the morning to freaking 8, 9 at night doing homework. Her entire life, this remote learning... This girl, I feel bad for her because that's it's her. It's it, it's like she has a job. It's like she has a, an office job somewhere. She her eyes are on the computer for fucking ten hours a day. It, it's it's ridiculous. Granted, her grades have been great, so I uh, you know thank goodness. But now where's the rest I'm, of her? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she wants to watch Face of the Death. I do have a VHS right here in front of me, and I, I but I'm thinking most of it's been determined that it's fake now. At the time, we thought it was all real. And I remember that we have part one, part two, part three, all on the shelf. It's very, very nostalgic for me when I think of the video store as a kid, seeing those three movies, the way they looked. Something about it. It was a big deal for us to watch those movies. And it's just, you know, it was what it was. They even had the knockoffs. They had Traces of Death. They had one called Death Faces. It was a thing, you know. People were into it. And we were, at that age, we wanted to see it. Just like my daughter said, oh, real gore? Nowadays, I don't want to see that. Yeah, I'm the same way. As a kid, we definitely sought those out. But you knew it was fake when you got to, like, part three or four, and you're like, oh, my God, this guy died again? (laughs) (laughs) I just remember one guy, like, one guy parachuting into an alligator farm. Another, and then, but I do remember that one. Parachuting into an alligator farm. I'm pretty sure that was the monkey brains. That's fake, too. That sounds like dead I don't know what they fake because do you actually see the thing hitting the monkey's head, or do you just see them going like that? You're the, the one that bought responded. the fucking tape. You tell me. <laughs> I guess no, I'm going to have to watch this movie. The monkey scene I... in yours is from Monkey Shines. <laughs> like, oh, look at this poor guy in a wheelchair. He's getting killed by a monkey. Why won't that monkey Another jerk him off? VHS. <laughs> oh, he's paralyzed. <laughs> and for me, this is it. I don't care about the fucking movie. I I don't I don't even I, you know I'm I'm buying them for the boxes. I don't care about the fucking movie. I care about the nostalgia of the box. That's why I'm into this. These other people that are paying top dollar for all this stuff, that's fine. Salute. It's your money. Do what you want to do. I'm not going to spend two hundred dollars on any fucking VHS. I don't give a fuck if there's not one thing I could think of that I would spend that much money on for any VHS. Just don't join one of these weird VHS Facebook groups where these guys are shirtless cut, cutting open their uh, VHS tapes. <laughs> it's very weird. These people are strange. These people, like, I, I don't want to judge, but fuck these people. <laughs> they, they're sensitive motherfuckers. Yeah. When I first oh, started looking for boxes, because I said, I said, before I had this idea to do this, before the shelves came into my life, this is like six months ago, I wanted a wallpaper, any open spot in this room downstairs. With my own wallpaper, just a VHS box art. You know what I mean? Just have it everywhere. So I was asking people, what, do you know anyone that sells these VHS boxes? And I'm, I, I, all I want is the box. And I, I'm just, I'm only, you know, seeking these for the box because I want to cut them and put the things in the wall. These people, I might have told you guys this already on the show. And if I'm repeating They're like, myself, you can't say that. <laughs> they were, they acted as if I said, I, I want to fucking, you know, shit on your dog and piss on your mother. They, these motherfuckers. Are they really? I, I got kicked out of the one place just for politely asking questions about if I can do it. They, it was like they were uh, that much offended that I was destroying fucking something beautiful. Yeah, honestly, like the Bible or something. Honestly, <laughs> those people are the worst. I hate those people. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's not cool. <laughs> yeah. I can't get back in that one group. Like, I, ever now that I'm actually collecting 22 these, shots? I'll, I'll buy them. JP's like, quit coming at me sideways. You can't be cutting up VHS boxes. <laughs> Dave Parker wears a shirt. <laughs> hey, homie, I grew up with them. I grew up with the VHS era. Who are these guys? These guys are some of them are born in the 90s. You're going to tell me you have a, a type of feel for VHS? I was literally there. They had them uh -oh. in my hand. It's a huge part of my childhood. So Pull if that I'm age okay card. to cut open a box. <laughs> cut to 1986, a baby Dave cutting VHS boxes on the carpet on Christmas morning. Don't you wish you had video of that and then you just post it on that page? Fuck you. <laughs> Cut them up. What are you going to do, motherfuckers? Let's just post videos of us cutting up the each other. Instead of unboxing, we're cutting boxing. Yeah. Cut boxing. Get faces of death out. Let's destroy it right now. And post you it on it? there. Send it on fire. Yeah. Everything. Fuck you. Fuck your page. Fuck everybody on this group. Oh, my God. They'd be crying. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Beautiful. Dude, I don't know how we even got on that. Z thing, but I mean, she has been asking me about it, and it's so weird. I'm like, wow, you're just like I was when I was a kid, you know? But except she gets good grades, <laughs> so I'm not fucking with that, you know? Anyway, let me let's get back to these questions here or start the whatever the hell they are, okay? Okay, ideas, 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 a couple, okay? So Jill kicked this off. I gotta give her credit. She says, since the five year mark celebrates you guys in the show. Would be cool if you each said a little bit about your favorite horror movie of all time and give insight as to why it's your personal favorite. Also, top five list to mark the five year anniversary, like your favorite five shows you've done, five favorite moments recording, etc. And then it all took off and everybody started doing the five because like, that's a great idea and I asked for them. And then, so there we go. So I guess we could start at the top. Favorite movie and why? Favorite movie? Yeah, that, isn't that what you said? Since the five years celebrates you guys in the show, would be cool if you each said a little bit about your favorite horror movie of all time and gave insights as to why it's your personal favorite. Yeah. Well, you didn't show me that on. We've kind of said a lot on. Yeah. Well, you said because that's the not list. a top five. Ah, okay. Sweet I sent justice. you a list of the top five that I thought required thought. Something like this, I think, is more spontaneous, and it's better if it's spontaneous. I feel. So I didn't. I always go. I'll start it off. I always go with Silence of the Lambs. If you count it as horror, as my favorite horror, I think it's pretty easy to see right now that, based on five years of recording, that the films that I tend to love the most within the genre are well written and have strong characters. And that's what Silence of the Lambs is. And I think that's the reason why some people don't consider it horror. It's because these characters are so well developed, and the horror is almost almost feels secondary. Even though it is pretty, pretty graphic and pretty in your face, so I mean, for me, oh yeah, no, I mean, I I have no question. But when people are like, oh no, it's a police procedural, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> the police are in every horror movie because they're investigating the fucking horror, and they have to follow procedures. So every fucking horror movie is a police procedural. You know, you know what that but, means? Uh, it means that that person's a fucking asshole. It's the same person that goes, that's a that's a 2019 <laughs> horror film. You can't have that on your 2020 list. If they were a character in a movie and they got killed, the whole audience would cheer. That's what that person Dude, is. It's funny you bring that up. I got to say something about that because you said something about the 2019 and 2020. And, and I was talking to Heather recently and I said, do you believe how, anno how much people get annoyed about the facts that 
movies that came out in 2019 were act 2020 were actually made in 2019. Well, they want the movie made after it comes out. <laughs> you gotta make a movie. They can't make a movie and have it released a week later. It takes a year. Man, this happens every every year. It's like, oh, this movie says 2019. Does this count as 2020? Yeah, they made it last year and they released it this year. Yeah, hello. It, it's when we that's get how movies work. A wide release again because we, of the way we're doing it. A part of retrospect when we go back and you're ten years down the road and you're looking back and you might be doing a uh, year 2020. That's where it becomes a little gray. But right now, there's movies that were made in 2019 that might have not gotten a release until now. It's just the way it works, like you said, or limited there people, release. There were, there were people. Yeah, there were movies made in 2018 or 17 that didn't get releases to this year. That's how yeah. the movie industry works. Yes, that's why we had movies like A Record of Sweet Murder on our list last year. It was made in like 2016 or 15 or whatever. I've met it so in be 14. What would you think when are you going to talk about it? When, when, when it can released. you put it on a list? Right. When, There's no other released. time to do it. The first yeah. year it's released, they, that's when you can watch it and talk about it. Why that's, would why Dave, that's why Dave had Fright Night on his list two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Silence shit. of the Lambs, strong characters that you relate to, you cheer for, cheer against. It's an ongoing theme with me, and I noticed it again with this year, even re doing rewatches now, and even watching some of the newer films. There was one film in particular, I don't want to blow my load, but people are blowing it, and I thought it was a really good film. I only watched it once, I thought it was really good, gave it a decent first score. I could actually see it going up, especially if I get to see the un uncut version at some point in the future, but I didn't feel like the characters were as developed as they could have been to make this film even stronger. And, and that to me is like make or break that good film to a great film. And that's why Silence of the Lamp stands out, because, you know, between, obviously, Hannibal, who has, like, ten minutes of screen time total and freaking just steals the show, and then certainly, you know, Clarice, Buffalo Bill, just so many little side characters throughout the whole film. Chilton, everyone. Barney. Barney the Night. Barney Rubble. Okay. Um, I've, been, I've been talking about this. I just talked about it like a few shows ago. How uh, last time I watched Halloween, I realized that it was the one movie that, beginning to end, there's not a time when I, when I tail off at all. I'm never bored for a second. It's just the way it is. It's just the way the movie is executed. There's always something for me that even a simple conversation. I'm just I don't know. I've seen it so many times. It's just ingrained. I'm just like okay. I'm I'm along for the ride. And obviously, what else can you say about about John Carpenter's Halloween? We we, we had shows on it. We talked about it all the time. And before that, for me, it was The Shining. And it's the same stuff. There's just different, two completely different movies. But I mean, just the nuances of them. Everyone knows about Halloween and, and, and the soundtrack and the characters. And it's so simple. But there's just something about it that no other movie works just that way to me especially a slasher nothing has everything this has loomis it is and there's there's so much unintentional comedy in this movie that <laughs> just comes at me from all angles there's always something going on there there's familiarity there's freaking you know good kills a mass killer an amazing soundtrack characters that i actually like that are you know relatable and you know it is what it is i i don't even know what else i could say about halloween you know? Well, we did a whole show on it, everybody. That's it. So go check it out. And we did. Uh, I, I, it's like a love hate for this question because 
yeah, yeah, the top five, top ten, I feel like they could always be interchangeable. But I always come back to two movies, and I always flip flops. And I'm gonna, I'm cheating and, already. First question. No, I didn't. Say, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna just go down to the one movie. But this time, when I get asked the question, I'm gonna say Dawn of the Dead, because it's either Dawn of the Dead or the other, and it always flip flops. It seems, and I just love this film. Always have. You like the others that much? <laughs> <laughs> I love the best, twi- best twist <laughs> but <laughs> Dawn of the Dead in the original version is my favorite cut the one that was released to video I saw the attack the zombie attack scene at someone's seventh birthday um and I couldn't believe we were watching it you're talking about faces of death I was watching this going holy fuck is this real like I mean I knew it wasn't real because of zombies but the effects to me <laughs> blew my fucking mind away I was like I I don't think I can eat the birthday cake. Like, I'm going to be sick. Please, but please get your goodie bag and leave my party, you dumb shit. So then, when I, so then it was one of those things where I'm like, I don't remember the title of the movie. And then years later, when I actually got into horror, two years later, whatever it was, the it was that finding that that was the movie. That was the zombie movie that did it. And fuck, do I still love that movie to this day. Stock yeah, soundtrack, go goblin soundtrack, remake, everything. Dawn is giving head. It's awesome. It's Dawn awesome. is giving head. This isn't the right copy. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. And I didn't even get into The Shining, but I go back and forth, as you guys know. But again, we did a show on that. We did a show on, on Halloween and hell. I don't remember. We you have guys not. Never, you guys never, rarely ever talk about Halloween or Friday the 13th. Yeah. Rarely. <laughs> yeah. Like, it rarely comes up. I, and we haven't talked about Dawn the of the urge. Dead. <laughs> we haven't talked about what? We haven't talked Dawn about Dawn of the Dead. Of the we dead. never reviewed the memories. No. Let's talk about the box set. Who got it? Not yet. Not me. I'm not spending that kind of money. Uh, it's 4K, either. though. I want I it. it. I want it. Too much it. money. It is expensive. I'm not doing it. I wanted to do it, but I mean, I'm not going to watch the other cuts. I've already seen them on DVD. I have the DVD set. Yeah, and honestly, I, 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 I prefer the extended cut. That is the the one. It's just the, the extended cut. I don't care for the Argento cut. It, it, there's something's wrong with it, the way it's, the way it's edited, the music. It the way right. the way our channel keeps showing up at every four <laughs> seconds saying Dario. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> scusi, <laughs> scusi, scusi, super exactly. Dario brothers. <laughs> so I don't know. I do want to have it on 4K. Maybe someday I'll get it as a gift or something. But I just I can't see myself spending that kind of money. It I would just... be nice if they released like the cuts individually, so you could just be like, well, at least just. The standard cut, or or the freaking extended, which is just a standard with some extra stuff, but but it fits yeah. in perfect. Yeah, I have this one cut, and it's all cuts in one. It it, it, it was a bootleg DVD, and I have it. And it's it, it's called uh, I forgot what it's called, something mall. Either way, it's freaking. It's all the cuts, everything assembled in in, in one long movie. It, it's thirty six hours long. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. It is pretty long. You started at night, and okay. it is dawn uh, by the time you're done. <laughs> Okay, uh, five-year mark, okay. Five favorite shows. We, we, I think we get these questions a lot, and we can never seem to, uh, like, shows, I think, is easy. The top 50 show is always going to be, I was just talking about on this podcast last night, how much went into it, and it's something that, it's a good achievement, I think. No other show had done it, but I would say the top 50 show, the top 100 show, Yep. You know, is the other big one. Then I'm going to say the the year of the franchise 
had some really, really great shows, the, the Friday the 13th and the Halloween, and I'm going to say the Paranormal Activity. I'm going to go off the beaten path a little bit because nobody else has done it yet, but they did it all, and I think it was, I think we got, you know, deep in the weeds on that show and, and got into it, and that's it. That's my five. That's weird. You know, I I mean, obviously, I picked the 100 and the 50 Slasher show, but I didn't pick anything from the franchise year because that year almost killed me. Instead, I kind of cheated a little, and I just kind of put year-end show as kind of one show because those are always my favorite to do because I love to watch so many new films. Uh, And then I went to specific episodes. Episode 7, our Southbound review. I just loved reviewing that film. And episode 54 for Carrie, which was one of my favorite reviews that we did. Uh, We also did Tragedy Girls, that show, which you know how I feel about Tragedy Girls. I do not love it, but... uh, the carry review always stood out, and Southbound always stood out. I'm nice. with you guys. What do you with... think about extracurricular? I liked extracurricular. I believe well, I, I told you to, okay. to watch it. Just want to just want to know. Yeah. Okay, we'll we'll probably talk about it at some point next show. Okay, just, oh, nice. just when you said Tragedy Girls, I thought of extracurricular. I wanted to know what you thought about it. Is that I, a 2020? Like yeah, okay. I really like it. It is. Uh-huh. Oh, there's it's another one I've added to the fucking list. <laughs> I've tried to cut down my list, not add to it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What do you mean, damn? You, you know how many, I'm at like ninety. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm at two hundred and thirty-four. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's a it fails in comparison to him, but that's. Um, nah, it's ridiculous. I did. I did way too many. I always do too many. You know, I really you know. like that forty years of horror. That was, I think, our really our first really big yeah. show episode ten. So that one always sticks out as just yeah. being like, and now that's horror and, and, and everything else. That's what yeah. I think, I think it, the, the, we, that came out before and we thought that's what that show needed to be called. Now that's horror. Of course, the 50 slashers, because of just how much we did for that. The top 100 show was great. Uh, I also remember the French extreme show. I think it was episode 20, 20 or 25 and the, yeah. um, yep. and the proto slasher. episode. Yeah. Oh, that was fun too. Yeah, yeah, that was a good show too. Yeah, I would have said Green Room, but that was the episode Merriman fell asleep on. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no question. I love the Friday Thirteenth episodes. The Friday Thirteenth episodes. I mean, we talk about them enough on the show. As Brandon already joked a bunch of times already today, those are epic. I love them too. But I was trying to those were think not jokes. Yeah, <laughs> I think trying to think outside of that. What are the ones that stand out? They do seem to be the big shows. I also remember. If I had had a sixth one, that Sleepaway Camp, because that was the first franchise one we did. Dude, Sleepaway Camp was a fucking blast. In fact, that was the one I did with the first one we did. I think in my in this house. What? Yeah, that was I think Nightmare on Elm Street. No, no, but my house was it was Sleepaway Camp, the one I'm in now. Oh, oh, in your house. I'm the house I'm in right now was uh, Final Girls slash Alone in the Dark. His house. Okay, episode one. <laughs> in my house. Okay. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Chris, a.k.a. Scott, had a nice suggestion, but we decided not to watch anything. But he said, head to head of the Tales from the Crypt 72 versus the 89 Christmas episode. Yeah. Which would have been cool. But you know what I noticed about the 89 episode? The picture of him on the cover looks like Alfred E. Newman. You know Alfred E. Newman from Mad Magazine? If you put him in a Santa hat, that's what the killer looks like to me. It's weird. Well, it's Larry Just Drake, right? Just some food for thought. Well, yeah, it was, Larry, it was Dr. Giggles, right? Yeah. yeah. 
That's who well, it is. I'm telling you, look at that picture. No, you're right. You're right, Dave. You're right, Dave. I just was. Yeah, the 72 okay. one's scarier. I think played more straight, and the 89 one has its moments. It's just goofier, but I still love it. Like it, it it's goofy fun, but and, and it had scares <laughs> as well. But for whatever reason, the, the 72 one's definitely just more like straight laced, straight edge. Yeah. <laughs> Straight edge, yes. I enjoy both, Not, but, but I would probably too. give a slight edge to 72. Agreed. Yeah, I'm, I'm and, I, and, and she is stunning. She oh, is yeah. so beautiful in that movie. Yeah. My lord. Okay, anyway, uh, this is this is good. Uh, Roberto says, I think a little bit of everything you guys usually do. Feature review, triple R's, list slash rankings, questions, talk about Lucky. <laughs> triple <laughs> talk R's, about remember those? What happened yeah. to Triple R's? <laughs> Maybe we can bring them back next season when we have more time to kill. Yeah. You know? Now we have the option. Interesting. At our, at our, at our leisure. Now we're not going to say somebody <laughs> give us uh, $6 and we'll watch a movie for Triple No, it's no, just no, no. whatever. Each each $6. We'll talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. And, and, they'll, so, but, and they'll enjoy it. They'll enjoy the show. What, are you reading a novel over there? You want to flip those pages any lateral? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get some Stacy's pita chips like Dave normally does? <laughs> the fucking loudest snack of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of animals, Fricks. speaking of lucky, oh. we are here, here's our first top five, and this is funny because my wife actually. Freaking flip me a couple hours ago and change my my idea. What I was gonna do. Oh, I almost. My, my wife walks down. My wife walks down here. We go. And she's just like shaking her head, going like, <laughs> "Why am I married to you?" <laughs> to give me a refill of coffee, though. Like it's such the sweetest thing. I love you, honey. But she's just the the look of just disappointment on her face. <laughs> to, <laughs> to walk down here, we go. It's just like you're fucking 46. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> it's always the worst part yeah, yeah. to walk in. It's like when yeah. you're watching a movie. Yeah. Christian's the wrench of his family. Yeah. Oh. It's like Whew. this fucking wrench here. <laughs> That's a good move, though. She brought him coffee. Oh, uh, damn. I know. I needed it. She left it at the top of the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> you fill it up. The one getting near him. She's like, I'd rather be married to Marco. Uh, okay, listen. <laughs> Speaking of animals. Finish fuck. Okay. Speaking of animals. At least he can fi- at least he can finish. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. Top five. Okay, check it out. This one, okay, this this is some of the ones that, that Roberto brought to brought to the table. Top five animals in horror. Now, I had this all set and ready, and I spoke to my wife this morning because I had an idea about something, and I mentioned her. It was crazy because I'm like, I go, yeah, I got to talk about my top five animals, and I asked her a question. I said, honey, I go, do you know the name of the cat in Dr. Sleep? And she said, that's the reason I brought it up to her. And she goes, no. And she goes, so what are your top five animals? And then she rattled off two right away that are on my list. I'm like, wow, this woman knows me. Then I thought I had my list set. Then the next half an hour, she goes, well, did you put this one on there? That's definitely one of your favorite animals. <gasps> I was like, oh, no, I didn't. So I had like five, and then I had to change it. And, oh, man, what a what a time I had with this one. But 
Now, I want to know something. Like, I'm, I'm interested to hear your list. So, do you, do you go with, like, animals with specific names in film? Go with more, like, animals, like, maybe a killer animal within a film? Like, but, like, kind of... He's asking what... Are you going to go cat, dog, elephant, fucking... No, are uh, you going to go, like, elephant from Night of the Elephants? Or, you know what I mean? Like, or are you going to go, yeah. like, Gordon from... It's the same exact comparison you're making. No, elephant from Night of the Elephants. I didn't know that. I want to see that film that Night of the Elephants. I don't know why I just... Ah! That was a horse. I don't even know what the fuck that sound was. <laughs> <laughs> Put it this way, whatever I'm doing now is not helping my marriage. <laughs> right. My wife should have walked in right now. I'm going. <laughs> she might give you more suggestions for your list. Okay. Well, I'll just tell you what I did then. Maybe that'll answer your question. I, I, I picked specific animals. Some are good and some are bad, but I, I happen to love them all. You know? So. Okay, man, this is tough. I gotta narrow this down to five now because, like I said, my wife said things. She goes, "They have to be. That has to be." I know. I've heard you talk mentions. about. It. Give the honorable mentions. Okay, I'll give honorable mentions, but I guess the top five, I'll go backward. Nah, it doesn't matter. Number one. <laughs> I'm gonna go from one to five. <laughs> <laughs> number one actually is an animal that uh, I, I have to give a lot of credit to because I, I love what, I love what he does in this movie, and he's well trained, and everything that happens, <laughs> and it's the monkey. From Phenomena. Oh my god! Freaking great, he kills the guy with the That's the only one I've got on my list! What? See, he's great! How do you not have him? He's amazing! That's what, but I was laughing at your setup for it! Because I'm like, oh my god, is he going to go into this much detail about each fucking animal? Or is he just going to list them? And then you said the monkey in Phenomena, and I'm like... I gotta get, and he's gotta give him all this credit. You don't really have to give him that much credit. He's the fucking monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I will not interrupt. Here. It's a great fucking monkey. I that agree. Witness it here. The first time two skunks are talking about monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's a great monkey. Of of course we have Black Phillip. He's a great monkey. That's gonna be you know that's two years from now, Grand Man is gonna post. <laughs> He's a great monkey, Daisy, episode 128. <laughs> the, the, I always love the stuff that Those people find me. funny. Yeah, because it's random shit, and, and Ram Man has the most random shit, but it's always funny. It's <laughs> always what funny because I remember the things being said, but I can't remember the context. It's always just so funny. He's the guy to ask. People say, what's your top five funniest moments and memories, and I, and I forget about them, and then Ram Man knows him better than we do. Oh, we experienced him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what she's. I don't remember what I said. The quote was, "That's a great monkey." Yeah, that's a great monkey. <laughs> that's a great monkey. Episode one twenty eight. Dave. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's why we should have that commercial, and we splice little things we're saying in there, and that could be a line we drop. That's a great monkey. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a great. Because who would who would think to hear that? Anyway, okay. Number two, Black Phillip. Gotta have Black Phillip. Oh, oh come on, he, he's the greatest. Um, that that came from my wife. I almost forgot about him. She's like, "How did you forget about Black Phillip?" I said, "Oh my god, I, I totally right. forgot about Black Phillip." <laughs> I can't believe it. It's your buddy. My God. Um, <laughs> and okay, I'll tell you the two that my wife said right away. She goes, "Well, the first thing she said, I asked her, what are, what, are the, what would be your top five? And she says, "Well, the first thing she said, she goes, "Well, church, 
I said, yes, of course, church, because he's great. He's a black cat. He's, he's good before he's dead and when he comes back. He's a great cat. Um, and then range. Cujo. <laughs> yeah, it's such, such a range. range. He's great, dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cujo. Yeah. Of course, because he's a great – everything he does in the movie is pretty badass, but he's a sympathetic character as well, especially if you read the book. Oh. You, you do feel and, bad. And he's a, he's a great method actor, that dog. I mean he followed someone <laughs> around with rabies for months beforehand, really diving into the role. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Daniel Day Lewis of Saint Bernard's. Is <laughs> it? Is it my left paw? How many? <laughs> my left paw. <laughs> um, monkey's paw. <laughs> See, now I fucked up. I now there's two that that are here that that she told me specifically. How could you forget that one? So I'm gonna say I guess well what I say four already. I guess five is gonna have to be um the the, the um. The, what do you call it, dog? From from the Omen, the um, you know the the German Rottweiler. I always oh, go on about that when I watch that movie. It's part one and part three. He's great when he's a kid and he's the guard dog. And later on in part three, he has him and they're badass. They're like guarding him. They're sitting next to his chair. They're so intimidating. They're so they're so cool. Olaf, so, I think it's that name. would be the other one. And she said, Olaf. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Why not? He's German. He's German. Um. And then she said, well, how, how could you forget about um, the dog from Suspiria? I said, oh, yeah, that freaking dog, you know, the one that attacks his owner. That freaking dog's great. During this time where you're like, so. honey, who's making breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just but a she little. knows me. She knows yeah. the animals I love. That's great. I just wanted to throw a she, little she uh, knows it. horrible humor in there. <laughs> Stereotypical humor. It's great. That's correct. And I have to, and my honorable mention are cats. Because I wanted to have a lot of cats on the list. So I, initially I wrote them down, but then she swerved me on the other ones because she knows I love them. But the cat from, um, the cat from hell, you got to admire his survivalist. You know, he's freaking, they, 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 they keep trying to kill him. They hire a hitman to kill him. He does all that stuff. And at the end, he comes out of the fucking guy. And from Tales from the Dark Side. That's a great cat. And then, uh, holy sh! He put a lot of effort into this. Holy fuck! It's a lot of effort. I do what I can. I didn't even, I didn't even know if you were gonna go with real animals. I thought you were gonna throw like a Bruce in there. No, it's. I didn't want to do that. No. And then, um, I, I, you know, his his actual. I had to look it up this morning. Getting back to how this started, I said, "What's the what's the name of the cat in Doctor Sleep?" And I looked it up, and it's Osriel. But they call him Ozzy. But it's short for Azriel. Remember, you you know what Azriel is. It's it's the cat from uh, what do you call it? The Smurfs. Smurfs uh, Gargamel's cat. Azriel. Yeah, that's crazy. But I guess Azriel actually means something, like in some other language, like in German or something. It means like uh, I don't know, cat from hell or something. Kill like that. the Israelis. <laughs> Azriel, another Israel. name for the angel of death. That's what it means. Yeah. So, there you have it. And I'll stop right. All business here, huh? Oh, hey, and, and, I only had and two. If, and if, and if, <laughs> because I didn't put near as much. Okay, I, I had I had eight. <laughs> My God, I made up. Oh. I mean, I could have just named off animals and movies, but I mean, the one that stuck out was the monkey fucking phenomenon, and of course. I, it's got to be a bees list too. It's Davy from fucking Demons too because we've he's been on the show for the last Davey, month and a half. I forgot about fucking Davy. <laughs> Why did I leave Davy off? <laughs> How did you leave him off? You left Davy off. Oh my god! I forgot about Davy. 
love Davey. Davey might be making an appearance later on now. You know what it was? I was thinking about films like I was like okay I was thinking about like oh Night of the Lepus frogs shit like that and I'm like what movies were the were the were the animals like no seriously because like how can frogs be terrifying they're not terrifying but in the movie frogs they were terrifying yeah like even in Magnolia the they're there's a million frogs in there it's really not that scary yeah well Magnolia yeah they're just gross like that old guy's sitting there he's gonna die because nobody's there to take care of him not because there's twenty thousand frogs in his house they're not gonna mm. fucking croak them to death but uh i went with you know speaking of monkeys i went with shockma oh, oh yeah yeah I, I you know what? i think shockma is an underrated film i think that monkey is just fucking brutal and man you think people are safe you're like oh okay here's a main character here's a big star you know roddy mcdowell the lead girl in the film and everybody is just fucking murdered right off the bat like nobody is safe with shockma so i oh, love it I showed I showed my mom this, and she thought the same thing. I, in fact, she was a shock ma because, like, she. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was the worst joke I think I've ever made on the show. <laughs> I, I apologize. I got a worse one. I used to give her the, the shock ma. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what they what call it? Think- <laughs> when you finger a monkey, when you finger blast a monkey, the shock ma. <laughs> yeah. The pink one in the sting of a monkey, the shock ma. Yeah. Right? Oh I'm gonna Lord. make that monkey shine. <laughs> what about that song? Do you think Peter Gabriel got got his song from this movie? Shock Mother Monkey. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> I Joby got it. Shock Mother Heart and your two. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Better than my um, shock macho. You know, another under- <laughs> Sure. I, I know it's and this this feels like a cheat because it's not really a real gator but like I, I think I love this film so much and Rogue the gator is the star of the film indeed yeah what's his name so yeah, I pick. had I, yeah, uh, Davey <laughs> Davey Davey the gator Clovey <laughs> Burning Bright yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen this film about no. kids trapped in a house with a tiger they used a real tiger. The tiger steals the fucking show. It's an awesome, uh, Tony, an awesome uh, film. Yeah, Tony. Wow, Tony. <laughs> yeah, Tony. Tiger style. Tiger. <laughs> Fuck! I gotta add black. I gotta add black fella to the list because, fucking, I can't. I can't believe I left him off. Uh, oh, it would be you? cheating to 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 use the shark to use Bruce because he's not real. But of yeah. course, Bruce is the star of the film. And number one. Thor from Bad Moon. Oh, oh yeah, he was a good dog. So, You're right. Thor, Thor was a great fucking dog, and th- You're probably right. the only reason why I really enjoyed that film. I don't. Really, I, couldn't tell you any, I couldn't tell you anyone else who's in that fucking film except Thor. What about Beauty and Beast from uh, Hills Have Eyes One and Two? Oh yeah, yeah, those are good ones. Yeah. It just occurred to me. But yeah, Thor is a great, good, good call. I forgot about him. He's he yeah. does a lot of stuff in that movie. Yeah, Thor's badass. He works out a lot too. He's always Thor. <laughs> Oh, mamma mia. Okay. Um, <laughs> what else did he say here? I'm um, sorry. Roberto. Da, 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 da. Top five winter movies. Now, not just him. A few other people said top five Christmas movies. And we're not going to do that because we've done it in the past. And last year, and I'll probably get to this. Who, who, who asked us last year to do it? Because it's in the other 
thread. But we were asked last year to give our top 10 Christmas movies, horror and not horror combined, and we did it. So yeah. what I've learned through this is that nobody that's listening now listened to our our shows from a year ago and prior. <laughs> or, or they just have bad memories like us. But yeah, well, we look, if, if you tell me to do a top 10 Christmas Christmas movie horror or not right now, it would be different than last year because I couldn't tell you what I, what I told you last year. I don't even think I can come up with 10 off the top of my head. But we, okay. I did top five winter winter horror films. Yeah, that's what I did too. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, okay. For me, let me see. Did I put, uh, number five, Misery. Number four, Black Coat's Daughter. Number three, Coldplay. Coldplay. <laughs> Coldplay. <laughs> but they were all yellow. <laughs> Coldplay. Coldplay. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, cold prey. <laughs> uh, number two, The Shining. This was a tough one to decide between two and one, but number two, The Shining, and of course, number one, The Thing. I mean, we've I think we we never reviewed Misery, but we've reviewed the other four, and uh, yeah, so sure. Oh. Now my list is like a, a five. It isn't. I don't like one. This isn't saying that I like this movie better than this one. This to me represents winter the most, and it's something yeah. I have to. When there's a snowstorm, th- this is these are the go-tos. So this isn't necessarily in order of you know, <laughs> the, what, what, how I how I feel about them. But I'm gonna say number five, Krampus, just because of when they're outside and, and for that that 20 minutes that are spent, it's so freaking authentic looking to me and scary and it's dark out there and they're in solitude. So I think that's great, Krampus. Then then you have Frozen, you know, on the ski lift that always freaking waked me out you know uh the shining of course nothing else needs to be said about that or the thing the thing i mean it's it's winter it's isolation it's great and my number one easily the 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 most overlooked movie especially when it comes to winter movies and stephen king movies in general even though it's a miniseries but storm of the century that movie amazing and the perfect movie to watch if you're ever inside there's a blizzard outside or anything and you have some a couple i've never seen it it's fucking awesome. I know pe- I, people. People really talk highly of it. I, I gotta. It's gonna be on my short list of films to watch after we're done with the year end. Please do. If you get like a snowstorm, do it then because it's it's all atmospheric. You know, it's so cool. cool. I, pretty anticlimactic because it's it's pretty much a combination. But five was February. Black Hood's daughter. Four was a Coldplay. Cold. I did exactly what you did. <laughs> cold prey. <laughs> But because I liked, if you remember when we did the show, I actually liked two more than one. I'll put them as a combo pack because they kind of go hand in hand and they both have that atmosphere. Then three, Krampus, two, The Shining, and one, The Thing. Um, pretty much, you can't go wrong with any of those op- options. Storm of the Century's on the short list. That must have taken you hours to come up with that list. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't uh, try not to overthink it or think at all. <laughs> That's okay. Do the best you can. I, I overthought. Uh, yeah, I was overthinking it too, and you just was like, "I'll just take two from him and three from him." <laughs> Although I did have a lot of those on there, then I just stole the last one. That's okay. We're letting you go last because of what you said earlier. You know, yeah. you didn't have him all filled out. He's had a bit of a rough week. He's been a little under the weather, so it happens. If you're gonna do any show, this is the perfect one to do for that. You can just hang around and crack wise and just be Christian, that's and that's all you got to do. I'll just you know? be Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Buddhist. 
<laughs> okay, uh, top five horror movies of 2020. That's not going to happen yet. Yeah. <laughs> he Next show. He's making a joke. Christian top... almost started. Yeah, here, here it is. Huh? You fucking skunk. It wasn't about to start. <laughs> You're right now. Am I top breaking five. up on your end? Because I've noticed... Am I breaking up a lot or something? Because I've noticed every time I speak, there's like a about a two-second gap before you guys talk. You're a little slow. Like, you, your mouth moves, but then it comes after. So you're a tad bit delayed. <laughs> I always thought you were just a little slow, so I didn't uh, think it was anything. I am, I am a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I am a little slow, and two seconds later, I am a little slow comes out of the mic. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I am, I am, that's I am. weird. Why? Hey. Don't look at me. I. What the hell's I, wrong with him? I. <laughs> Oi! That's what, that's what it's like. You're mouthing Oi. the words, and then the, the voice is coming out. I. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> Did you ever see a History of the World Part One, the Mel yes. Brooks movie? Yeah. When, 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 okay, and when they're doing the Inquisition, and then and they're swimming. And and there's a Jewish guy swimming on top of like a Hasidic Jew, and the guy pulls him <laughs> under the water, and he opens his mouth, and then the bubble rises to the top, and it pops, and it goes. Oh. <laughs> there's a lot of good. That's not a very well. That's not as respected as uh, some Mel Brooks movies, but there's some great fucking. That God gave me these fifteen. These ten commandments. I think is one of the best gags. It's so funny. Awesome. It's a top 25 all-time movie for me. How about that? Wow, I fucking okay. love it. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, History of the World. Amazing. Okay, uh, da -da 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 -da. top uh, five candidates to replace Brandon and or Christian. <laughs> was that Thanks that finished fuck? Me. No, that was Roberto. He, he had a bunch there, so sorry. He's still on this Good fucking question. Roberto? He's on here. Yeah, he's still here. Thank goodness. I love the pause. Thank goodness for I love the boy. The pause oh. is like when you're going to like, and now we're going to cut to uh, Christian Luciani in Canada for his take on the storm. Oh, thanks, Ben. How are you today? <laughs> <laughs> well, even though I'm hearing you fine, your mouth is not matching up to the to the to the words I'm hearing. It's yeah, I feel strange. like I'm watching. Right. I, I am. Like I am a Korean like a film. I feel like I'm watching the end of Dead of uh, Dead Silence. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh Debbie top five oh, we're not personal top five. Not today. No. We're not answering it. We're never replacing you guys. Can't happen. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nope. No time for that. I had answers for okay, that. Okay, Debbie, <laughs> top five's personal Okay. Top okay, we're not doing personal shows we've already kind of ans answered. Okay, Stu Watson. Christian's favorite Watson. Okay. <laughs> Top five favorite Christmas horror. Oh, okay. We've done that. Top five winner. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Top five 2020 horror films. He's asking the same questions that Roberto asked. I thought I thought I was reading the same thing twice. Okay, hold on. So he's just answering the same things. Top five favorite of all time, a.k.a. what to have with you on the desert island. Well, top five. We did our list of top 20 uh, on, on that one episode. So, um, I mean, I have my big three. I, I you know, I, freaking Halloween, Exorcist, Shining, and then uh, Friday Part Two in Suspiria. Boom! There's my five. Although I'll tell you what, the witch is making some moves, people. But anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Mostly head. Can you rattle off a five? 
<laughs> well, Dawn of the Dead, The Thing, Psycho, Videodrome, and... Oh, fuck. Friday the 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th, the original. It's gotta be, but there's so many! Yeah, fuck. Uh, Exorcist, The Thing, Silence of the Lambs, Fright Night, Carrie. And Faces nice. of Death as an honorable mention. <laughs> just the box. Just the VHS box. Yeah, just the box. <laughs> so I have something to cut up on the island. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to eat the fucking box. <laughs> eat the, the box. box. I'm going to munch on the box. Okay. <laughs> Indeed. Um, okay. Sticking with Patreon, Shelby asked five funniest... F- bleh. <laughs> Five fun, five funniest lists in podcasting. <laughs> Are you making fun of me? <laughs> I love that Curtis oh. is fucking sucker in second time. Fucking... <laughs> okay, uh, five funniest deaths. Five funniest deaths. Um. I actually, I like this one. What's that? I like this one. This one's a good one. Go ahead, B. Do it. Okay. Uh, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I didn't go with the wood chipper guy. I went with the guy who gets impaled on the stick because I just think it's so funny that he thinks he's being chased and he actually passes. I'm not sure if it's Tucker or Dale, but he actually passes. He runs past them and then he looks back at him. I just, (laughs) I don't know why. Yeah, he's he's being chased, but but he actually passes him. That's awesome. It's real. Okay. It's a really funny kill. Uh, garbage awesome. day, garbage day kills, just classic hilarity. Um, the boy in the sleeping in the sleeping bag in the prophecy, the killer bear movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yep. That's the fucking explosion. hilarious. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Grizzly at the end of Grizzly. The grizzly death at the end of Grizzly, the first time I saw it. Bazooka? Bazooka from 10 feet away. And yeah. he fucking explodes into 20,000 pieces. And the number one funniest kill, never a kill I thought was funny until we started talking about it over and over on the show. And I'm sure other people <laughs> thought it was funny. It's, it's Ben Dramer. Yes, it is. It's Ben Dramer. He gets hit by a police car going 250 miles an hour and fucking explodes into a ball of fire. Oh my it's God. just, it's so funny. Oh. <laughs> I never even thought of that. That is amazing. That, that is great. <laughs> oh, it's my number one as well, Ben Dramer. Of course, everything about it is hysterical. It's great. I think that's the only reason I think it's funny now is because of how much you've talked about it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Before, during, and after is all fucking hysterical. <laughs> is it him or not? Everything is great. Wow, I didn't even think I didn't even really go the accidental humor route. I think I went the like just pure they were going for laughs almost. That's that's great. Uh no, he went the giant band-aid from Dr. Giggles. No, I didn't even go that <laughs> yeah. I pretty much just named movies like Street Trash, pretty much anything from that. And but specifically Toxic Avenger. I think his name is Frank, the guy that gets his arm ripped off and then he gets subsequently beat with it. I mean, at that time, I thought that was the funniest thing ever. That whole Mexican restaurant scene is hilarious with the overtop deaths and everything. And, and it's just makes me laugh. And I got a shit eating grin on my face. What's with the shit eating grin? <laughs> 10 out of 10. Awesome. <laughs> 
10 out of 10. Oh, is that all you got? That's all I got. <laughs> I didn't know if that was five. Pick any five deaths oh. from those two movies. Yeah, pretty okay. much. No, that's fine. Okay, all right. My my number one is the same. It's Ben Schramer. <laughs> of course. Of course it is. How many times? Do I... I'll tell you, the Halloween franchise has three on my list. <laughs> and two for one movie. So I may as well go into it. Halloween 2. Rob Zombie's age 2, when he's killing when he when he's killing that stripper, when he freaking Michael's in the in the strip club and he's banging her head against the fucking thing over and over. It's fucking hysterical. I can't believe how many times he does it. Oh god. But the best one is is of course the nurse from from H2 Rob Zombie. <laughs> she walks out and all of a sudden ah! <laughs> she yells and her fucking throat slit. <laughs> so <Michael> wants- <laughs> Look at Christian's face. He's like, none of these deaths are funny. These no. are Was that Octavia Spencer? Was that Octavia yes, Spencer's yeah. death? Yeah. Miracle. So Michael walked up to her, slit her throat. <laughs> she walked away <laughs> for about 30 seconds. And I'm then see it. somebody <laughs> I find Dave finding it funny yeah. funnier than yeah. the kills itself. I think Dude, the, yeah, I know. So we were in the theater. My, my my friend Scott and I burst out in fucking laughter just the way I'm laughing now when that happened in the movie. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, well, I also have Garbage Day on there because not even so much that he says Garbage Day, which is the big joke, but just the fact that he randomly shoots a guy taking out his trash. <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> His last thoughts are like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> that is funny. Oh, my God. Oh, um, and, of course, there's another one. Um, that kid that dies in the movie Clown that we talked about last year. Remember when the kids knocked Mr. Clown at the hotel room and he's laying back trying to kill himself and the fucking thing slips and the saw blade goes across the room and kills the kid. <laughs> <laughs> That was this year. <laughs> great. That was this year. Yeah. That was oh, a pretty terrifying kill, but the way hearing you talk about it makes it funny. <laughs> it's funny to me. I can't help it. <laughs> so there you go. Tough oh, I'll, I'll add the toboggan scene know. in Silent Night, Deadly Night. Everybody overlooks that movie. Oh. That movie to me is funny and not scary. And Silent Night, Deadly Night toboggan kill is absolutely hilarious. That's going to come up later on one of my favorite vacations when I went to Trinidad and, Trinidad and Toboggan. Fuck, I butchered that joke. It's not as bad as me lisping before. Five oh. funniest things. <laughs> Five funniest things. Uh, just because okay, you, uh, you brought up Halloween 2 and, and, and some deaths from that, we just have to do a shout out because I mentioned I was going to say this on the last show and I didn't, but Kuno did the skunt cut of uh, Halloween the remake and I really enjoyed it. Like it really does take almost everything from the prequel part out uh, and only, and starts exactly where I think it should have started where, he, where little Michael kills his family. The one thing I will say, if I had to critique his cut, even though he did it under the kindness of his heart is that I do still like a lot of the sanitarium stuff with Dr. Loomis. I just don't like anything with Michael talking. So he managed to do the opening justice and cut out all the school, the bully, the killing of the animal, the white trash shit, and just focus on that. But 
I would have liked a little bit of the sanitarium thing to bridge the gap from him going in. So really, his cut is like a definitive remake of the original. Like, just the Rob Zombie and stuff. And the final chase. And to you, sir, we say, Kuno Matata. See, my problem with the <laughs> end part, I'll, I'll, I will have to add, I'll have to ask Kuno, I get very confused of how that whole ending works. I've seen the movie numerous times, and I still never remember it. It always just seems to drag on, no matter what cut of the movie I'm watching. Yes. So I'd have to ask Kuno exactly what he cut from there. But the, the whole opening just flows much better, because it cuts out all the bullshit. But I definitely would have liked some like sanitarium shit. Kudos to Kuno. Kudos to Kuno and the skunt cut. (laughs) And I love. Did you you call it the skunt cut? Uh, Maybe because I, but I meant skunk. But I probably said said it fast. I I do that a lot on the show. You fuck. Okay, well, skunt. I mentioned it last show. That's what I call my friend Scott all these years. Skunt. You know what I mean? And we talked because he called Scott Missile or fucking Scott Farkas last week. That whole discussion. (laughs) That whole discussion. The discussion of you being wrong all this time. That was the discussion. (laughs) It wasn't just How many people people are saying the same thing? They got that old Scott. Matter of fact, when I watch it, I'm going to record that line when he says, Scott Farkas. What an awful name or whatever the hell he says. What a crummy name! You know, it, it sounds 100 like Scott. Uh, uh, anyway, let's... it's Scunt Farkas. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Steve says I'm absolutely, I absolutely love to hear you guys talk about some non-horror movie documentaries that you found really disturbing. Examples for me are Larry Clark's Bully and The Bridge, a documentary about suicides and the Golden Gate Bridge. That's really hard to shake. Well, I know we spoke about that one. We had to talk bridge, about the... it. Bridge is fantastic. Very disturbing, but a fantastic documentary. Oh, yeah. uh, Filmmakers set up a a camera uh, across the ways from the Golden Gate Bridge for one year, and it documents all the suicides that took place during that year. Damn. That's fucked up. Yeah. Watch that Christmas Day. What was that one we talked? (laughs) Nice. Frankie Z, the bridge and faces of death today. Get your cocoa and your jammies on. <laughs> real death. Santa brought real death this year. <laughs> oh, I love Bully, by the way. That is one of, a favorite of mine. I've always loved that movie since the first time I saw it. And, I mean, the fact that it really happened, it's, it's pretty crazy. But what was it when we talked about the most disturbing uh, documentary? That was some shit. This year, Alex or whatever the hell it was called. There's something about Alex. What the hell was that shit called? Dear Zachary. Dear Zachary. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck did I say, Alex? There's Dear something Alex. about Alex. Here. Don't make a fr- don't make a Friday film. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a movie called We Have to? <laughs> Unbelievable. Isn't there some movie though? Like the truth about Alex or um, we have to talk about Alex or uh, maybe Kevin. Sorry, Kevin, yeah. we need to talk about Kevin. Which there, is there, not a documentary. I haven't no. seen it, so what do I? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I never saw it, and I don't know what else is disturbing as far as you know. You know we talked uh, about. There's a documentary called The Act of Killing, which is really disturbing, and a documentary which is really more of a. Uh, it, it has a lot of dramatized reenactments because. There's not a lot of documented footage, but it's called Dreams of a Life. And it's 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 quite quite odd and disturbing about a woman who uh is found dead in her apartment in England 
she was in her apartment for three years and nobody checked her, her her electricity was still on her tv was still on she started wrapping presents she died and nobody checked on her or found her for three years and it just really really stuck with me who's she wrapping presents for that like Ryan nobody Johnson. exactly crazy exactly. man that's, well, uh, she gave a that, shit about them. They didn't give a shit about her. That's the that's the part. whole. That's the whole point. It's, it's like how somebody can get lost in sort of uh, in the world today. Even though she had she had friends and people who cared about her, but like everybody was always just like, oh, she moves around a lot and stuff like that. And she had an interesting life and stuff like that. And it, it gets into that. It's really good. I don't care how her mailbox wouldn't be overfilled. That's what I. That's a, it would be a three years. That'd be a giveaway. Three, I, I three years. Rent. Three months. Rent. Rent for your apartment. She was living in an apartment complex three years before I, the smell overtook the place. Yeah, but what about her mailbox? I figured by what, three what years, that smell would be gone by that point. You'd figure like the oh. first six to eight months, and then it would probably just dissipate until you open that door. I could smell your, <laughs> I could smell your skunt. Farkas. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. D asks top five Empire Full Moon Charles Band productions. Oh my God! Is that there a that top was five? tough. I had to go and look them. Yeah, there's two. There's only two. Yeah, I... That's it. There's only there's only two. Uh... Well, there's a lot of Empire. Well, that's what that counts. Charles Band Empire Full Moon, right? It's all okay. the same, no? I I actually do have a list. I, I as I make a joke for that, um, I will say. Because it was, I'm, I'm trying to cut one out, so that's why. Okay, I had to cut one too. I had to... <laughs> no, well, no, no. The reason, the reason with it is, I like this last one because I remember it just being so goofy, but it was fun. And it's Doll Man versus Demonic Toys as my number five. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying it was. I remember liking that back in the day. So that was number five. Number four will be Dolls. Number three would be Crash and Burn. Uh, if I'm correct on that still being an Empire one, I'm almost positive for Full Moon one. Uh, then From Beyond and, of course, Reanimator. So mostly Stuart Gordon films. <laughs> no, that's Basically, cool. yeah. yeah. All the Empire. All the Empire. For Empire. Like, I broke it down. I did Empire, five for Empire. I did three for Full Moon because literally I can only find three that I liked. And then I just gave an honorable mention to, to Taurus Trap because Charles Van produced it even though it wasn't. I don't think oh. it was released by, by Full Moon. Not, I don't think so. No. But that, that's a good. That would no, be on there. I don't think it was. But I but I gave it a shout out. Full Moon. The only three that I, I was looking at the list. The only three that I even like on there were was Head of the Family, Demonic Toys, and Castle Freak. And then for Empire, same thing as you. From Beyond, Sor- Sorority Babes, and Slimeball Ballarama, Crawl Space, Dolls, and Reanimator. Nice. Okay. Well, here's okay. my five, and maybe uh, I, I think that they all count. But if I'm wrong, tell me. But I had to cut. Ultimately, I had six, and I ended up having to cut one. I ended up cutting Castle Freak. But the five I went with are Puppet Master, the the original, because I am mm-hmm. a big fan of it. I, I I really enjoyed it when I saw it. Uh, Intruder, yep. Dolls, From Beyond, and Reanimator. Intruder. Yeah, those all count. Yeah, Intruder yep. was. Uh, Intruder was the slasher. Uh, yeah. Nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Oh, that that would Empire. be on my list then for sure. I didn't know that was an Empire film. Yeah. yeah, I didn't either until I started googling and stuff, and that's what I came up with. So, so cool. Right on. Okay. Uh, I like the idea from Robert. I like the idea of stepping outside the horror realm for a couple of the lists. 
Some suggestions would be top five foods, bands, bucket list de- destinations. The first thing you all want to do once the pandemic passes, will there ever be an Exploding Heads meetup at some point? Mix it up a bit. Exactly. There's sooner no. be a meetup than a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Right, that'd be the only meetup we could have is if we could get to get make this freaking movie. Right, especially but the way Canada is now, the way Buffalo is now, forget about any of us going anywhere. I don't know what's going on in Jersey, but I mean we're out of control here. Yeah, Jersey's terrible. Like six thousand new <sighs> cases yesterday, something like that. It's fucked Dude, up. We're, we're, we're so bad where we are right now. Western New York, where I live, right now is as bad as New York City was in May. Yeah. Think about that. That's how fucked up shit is here right now. It's ridiculous. The highest it's ever been. We're not. So, we're not nearly as yeah. high as you guys, but comparatively, population-wise and whatever, it's it's getting up there. And our numbers are definitely higher than they were when we were. Everybody heard vac. Everybody heard vaccine and just went out and started living life. Like you got to get the vaccine first, idiots. Yeah, yeah. and you hope it works. <laughs> you dumb fucking skunks. Yeah. Okay, top that's five why, foods. Wait, wait. Okay, here's but mine. while we're on it, and again, not political, but that's why you use Alabama as a testing zone. Just fuck, just give it to the people in Alabama. No <laughs> one will give a fuck. Right? Is it safe? Is it not? Well, actually, we wouldn't know if it's not safe because everybody would be like, well, I just fucked my sister. And then you'd be like, I, I don't know. Is it? Do we go to town with this or not? Like, we, they will not know if it's ready for mass consumption. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama. (laughs) So maybe not Alabama. Maybe maybe Texas. (laughs) I just fucked my mother. Oh, Jason Lloyd's in Texas. Don't say that. Do we know if he fucks his mother or not? How do we really know if he fucks his mother or not? I don't know if he bangs his mom, but there's definitely something up between him and that bearded dragon. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a bearded dragon. (sighs) Ah. He brought it on the trivia, and I just I said to myself when he brought it on the trivia, I was like, he's definitely banging that thing. <laughs> Bearded dragon, nice. Okay, uh, so here we go. Foods. Here's what I got. I had a big four, and I couldn't decide on the fifth, so I had to go with something. <laughs> it's true, because I was thinking of the top of the top echelon foods, and the fifth one I just thought about. I said, you know what? If I was going on a desert island or something, and, and I could only, I had to choose this. I actually chose my number five is McDonald's French fries. They gotta be fresh. I only have them once yeah, a year. A, a nice salty snack on a hot desert island. That won't. <laughs> water. Be drinking the water. Ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drinking the ocean water in fifteen minutes. The salt. The fries are saltier than the fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> I do wipe the salt off. I, I will tell you that. I get the napkins that come with them, and, and, I, and, I, and I clean them off because it is too and, salty. And he asks for extra salt first. <laughs> Let me get oh. french fries with extra salt, and then you get them and you wipe the salt off. I like extra salt, and then I wipe it off to back to regular salt. <laughs> they're Perfect delicious, salt. man. Fresh, fresh ones. Oh, my God. Piping hot. They're the most delicious thing. They're up there. They're the fifth most delicious thing. <laughs> so... <laughs> I went with that. Uh, what did I do with my notes? Okay, number four would be lasagna. I love lasagna. It's got to be made by my mother, though, so there's a caveat to that. Uh, <laughs> number three would be lobster, which I absolutely love. And to go along with the lobster, surf and turf, number two would be steak and filet mignon, to be precise. And number one, number one, believe it or not, is pizza. I'm sorry, but it's pizza. It's the one food I can never quit. 
How could pizza not be on everyone's list? Is, I know. Have you ever met a person who doesn't like pizza? Not not one that I, I remain you. friends with. You, <laughs> what about French fries? Doesn't everyone like French fries? I love French fries. It didn't dawn on me to get that specific and be like, you know what? If I'm stuck on a desert island in the scorching heat, let me get a nice, refreshing uh, bag of uh, McDonald's salty fries. <laughs> <laughs> Jolly Rancher cherry. Give me a fucking endless supply of them and I'll be fine forever. Oh, Jolly Ranchers. Cherry, though. Oh, my God. When I was a kid, I used to say that I hoped when I got older, because this is I was still a kid, I said, I hope pussy tastes like Jolly Rancher cherry. That's what I used to say. Boy, were you disappointed. I want to make a spray. No, you just, you take, you take the powdered fun dip and you pour it <laughs> Ooh. That would be great. Oh, man. <laughs> It's kind of tastes oh, like a Jolly Rancher dipped in fucking cow shit. Cherry <laughs> fun dip is great, man. Oh. Dipped in cow shit. Oh, oh. God, dude. <laughs> Jolly Rancher cherry. Oh, my God. The only thing I eat that tastes like cow shit is mushrooms. <laughs> oh, I love mushrooms. That wasn't on your list. Okay, oh. mushrooms. My is it on five. your pizza? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, well, yeah, if they're trippy mushrooms, that'd be the only way I, I could do it, yeah. All right, my five foods, meatloaf. Fucking love meatloaf. A good meatloaf. It's got to be a bad out of hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four, chili. These really aren't in any order. Fucking love Chuck chili. and chili. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck and chili and fucking meatloaf. Bad out of hell. <laughs> Chuck and chili. Chili's dead. <laughs> number three, Shelly donut. I was just kidding. <laughs> 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 Shelly Donut. <laughs> that's great. Uh, pretty good. That, that, I mean, literally, that was off the top of my head because you did Chuck and Chili. <laughs> uh, now, pizza, sushi, and it's funny that you mentioned Jolly Ranchers because, like, my fifth food was just, it's very broad, but I put sour candy. I'm a fucking sucker for anything sour. Ooh, oh, I have two, man. Sour- Oh. The what? The sour straws? Sour punch the... straws? Oh, I love those. Oh, oh yeah. I've never had those. Yeah. Oh, like they're man. illegal in Canada. Oh, you got Canadian. You got, <laughs> Canadian candy. you got fucking Smarties and Arrow Bars. and yeah, Those are the sour. <laughs> I know. He got those on the Arrow sale. You know, I, you left, arrow bars. I left sushi off the list, which is which is almost criminal because I love it. So, so yeah. thank you for reminding me of that, but it's not on my list, but I, I might, I probably would have to substitute something with sushi. Cause I don't know if I could go without it, but, um, I do love sausage. <laughs> I don't care how that sounds, <laughs> but I Italian? love, I love Italian sausage. I love all type of sausage, but Italian specifically okay. and typically a little spicy, but I'll, I'll eat it all. Oh, you like it when somebody kibasa- chews it for you and, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. sticks it right into your butthole. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Um, this is the one that probably if, if I had to, this is my, a comfort food, but no question. Like it could easily be substituted for sushi, which is chicken soup, a good homemade chicken soup. Like my wife, like I love it. Pizza, steak or prime rib, either or love it. And then eggs. I can't go without eggs. I love eggs. I have them almost every day. Eggs. It's so weird. Eggs. I'm very, I'm very up and down with eggs. Now I used to love eggs. Now I love certain types of eggs. I love hard. I can eat hard boiled <laughs> eggs all the time. Oh God, never! I love. Hard I love hard boiled. I love soft eggs. boiled. I like eggs pretty much any way you can make them. I like to. Wow. Lay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Robin laid an egg. Yeah. <laughs> the only egg I can eat has to be uh, an egg that I cook because it's got to be fucking. I got to break the yolk and it's got to be fucking fried well done. That's the. Uh, I've been putting our, on, they say Robin. eggs are healthy, but I put on so much weight. I, is it bad eating Cadbury eggs every day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cadbury, eat your cream eggs. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Cadbury, well, it, it's not really a Canadian thing. Speaking of thing. Cadbury. I was gonna say Canadian is Cadbury, but I think that's um, what's that that chocolate company in Canada? That's a big one. See, I don't fucking know. Who who makes Hershey? the Arrow Bar? The Arrow Bar. I don't know. I mean, I, I do know. know, but I I I'm not off the top. Cadbury. Of my head. It is Cadbury. I think it's they come from Canada. Cadbury. Yeah. Either way, I was watching Black Christmas, nineteen seventy four. <laughs> And when the Christmas carolers come, they, they even though they're children, they have that Canadian freaking that Canadian singing voice things going on. Oh come on, ye faithful! Fucking, <laughs> yeah. fucking Canadian, fucking Nestle, Canadian Nestle. choirs. The fucking what choirs. Nestle. I I I can't believe I forgot Nestle. that. But yeah, Nestle. You said Cadbury, okay. but that. Nestle's Nestle makes the very best. Chocolate. <laughs> Dave, you remember that one? Jesus Christmas. Yes, I do. <laughs> awesome. But what about those singers? Next time you watch Black Christmas '74, watch when those kids come and they're stereotypical Canadian singers. Oh, and they're children. It makes no sense, but listen to them. <laughs> it, it must they, have been. Christian is so mad at the Canadian choir it. jokes at this point. No. He's just watch like. It. <laughs> watch it and see. I'm telling you, watch 74 when they come to the door and listen to the, their voices. I'm telling you, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, da, 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 da. Top five food. Okay, we did foods. Top five bands. Oh, boy, this one. This is hard, too, man. Holy shit. I've had I the mean... same top six forever, and, and I can't cut one. So it, it, I've always it's been – it's been this way for, for 20-plus years. So for me, it's easy. Now, and I'm going to stick with six because I can't cut. The number two and number one are firmly entrenched. And right after that, the next four, at any given day, could be my number three. So that's why it's got to be a top six. So those four are, are, are Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, The Doors, and The Grateful Dead. There's those four right there. Then we get to the top two. Number two is Fish. Number one is The Beatles. See go. and fucking Beatles. Every every band you listed, and I'm not going to say except for the Grateful Dead. It's just I'm not. I know the Grateful Dead, but I'm just not as entrenched or ingrained with them. But every other band you mentioned could easily be on my list as well, except for Fish as well. I know you're a big Fish head, but that's that's yeah. what I'm saying. But okay. but where I'm going with you're all the other ones could easily <laughs> round out my top ten is where I'm going. But same sort of mm -hmm. predicament though. I tried to take old from a classical standpoint and then from some of the ones that maybe were the last 10 years or so as well. So, and I have six because I couldn't knock it down. I'd say red hot chili peppers, red hot chili peppers, just from just how long they've been around and how I love their early shit and still love a lot of their, their stuff from the last decade as well. Uh, and, yeah, and the it's shit great. Part, right. Oh, fuck you. Oh, just kidding. I like the uh, red hot chili peppers of uh, ghost tool. Mm. Tool, Social nice. Distortion. Yes, yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> Social Distortion, <laughs> Iron Maiden, and Rolling Stones. Nice, nice. Very good. Yeah. Now, every time you see a red door, do you want to paint it black? Yeah. I want to actually just paint this little window black, which is <laughs> the one that you're in. <laughs> uh, no, but... I won't. 
<laughs> no, I won't do it. I won't paint it black. I won't paint it black. Uh, I have the Foo Fighters on my list. I have the Beatles on my list. I have the Bee Gees on my list. Wow. I fucking love the Bee Gees. I have Fits nice. of the Tantrums on my list, which I fucking love. And my number one, of course, is David Bowie. Wow. That's a great list, awesome. too, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did you see there's a new documentary about the Bee Gees on HBO Max? Oh, I just... can't wait. Yeah. Ba, ba, ba. Okay. Bucket list destinations. Do you guys have any bucket list destinations? Oh, yeah. Honestly, it was tough for me. It was tough for me. But here's what I, I settled on. Jamaica. Got to go to Jamaica at some point in my in my life. I want to go to a Super Bowl in a warm area, which most of the time they are played someplace warm. So maybe I could kill. No, I can't kill two birds that way because they don't play them there. But another no one. Super Bowls is, in Jamaica. <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was going to say Hawaii, but they do they do the Pro Bowl there. But I want to go to Hawaii anyway. So Hawaii is my number three. Um, I want to go to New York City on on New Year's Eve to go see fish play because that's a big thing. And it's uh, as, 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 as big of a fan as I am of the band. I've never been to a Halloween show that they do because they do Halloween shows and I've never been to a New Year's Eve run. And I want to go do that. And it's an excuse to go during holidays to New York City. It'd be nice to go there for a whole week, you know. And number one, of course, is Italy because I'm Italian and I think it's a beautiful place. And I, I really want to go there. So that's I might tag along since we have some same places on there. I had Hawaii nice. and, and Italy both on my list. Uh, Sweet. Fiji. Fiji. And the only reason why is every I know time why. I'm, why? Because the weather. It's the only place in the world where the weather is always between uh, 73 and 88. It never gets too cold or too hot. Oh, well that's, that's an added bonus. You know what? The reason why I always say that. Every time I watch a game show where they give away a trip to Fiji, it the 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 promo they play for it is always insanely beautiful, like more beautiful, beautiful than water. any other. Yeah. yeah, than any other trip I see that they give away, mainly on Wheel of Fortune. It's also extremely um, expensive. <laughs> Scotland, uh, as a golfer, I want to go to the you know the birthplace of golf and play all the golf courses in Scotland, St Andrews and stuff. And uh, number one would be Antarctica because I got to find the thing. <laughs> nice man yeah. mine was funny enough my number five and i, I did like slashes because if, if you're going to be in that area you got to do like so my number five was fiji but slash tahiti because they're both two beautiful islands and they're both really expensive and i'd love to go to both i think tahiti's even more is ridiculous so that would be number five number four japan fuck would i love to go to japan that, all, that oh, almost yeah. made my list yeah. Too. Yeah. number number yeah. three australia slash new zealand because i know they're two separate but at the end of the day when you're if you're going to be in the vicinity and you're going to do that flight i'm going to go see both simultaneously Might as well and then number two france and number one england but again that would be england ireland scotland because again if you're going to go to england you might as well do them all while you're while you're in the area so that's my now, top it takes, five bucket list. It takes list. so long to fly to Australia. It's like a 22-hour flight or whatever. What oh, if you just man. went the other way? Shouldn't it be minutes if you just turn the plane around and go the other direction? Yeah, yeah. You go through a black hole to get there. You, <laughs> you take, like, the fly uh, transponder, and then you're just there in, like, transporter. You're there in, like, milliseconds. You're missing an arm, but fuck, who gives a shit? Because you're in fucking Australia. <laughs> I hear if you take well, the COVID vaccine, cool you take the COVID vaccine and suddenly you teleport to Australia. 
It's one of the, the only problem. The only problem I ha- the only problem I have with Australia. I would love to go to Australia, but the only problem I have. You ever see the creatures they have there? The oh. insects, the yep. deadly. Like you literally, like I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Like with a window oh, cracked, right. I'd be like, I, "This is a good chance I'm gonna die. Something's gonna crawl in here, bite me, and there's no, you know." Yeah, an Aussie <laughs> anti venom for it. You know the best part of this thing? We all had fairly unique top five lists. Not one person mentioned Finland. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that Finnish fuck. Finland. Fuck that Finnish fuck. I picture Finland. <laughs> I picture Finland as being someplace that's not warm. I don't know. But this is what I picture. I picture it like it is in rare es- exports. I think that's Finland that they're in, in rare exports, where you're all living in little huts and you're like you're warming up beside like a fucking old wood burning stove. <laughs> Put another log on the fire, <laughs> Daddy. The the, and that's the one. With the, and they have a giant Santa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frozen in carbonite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I picture cold and I picture whales for some reason, like the animal a whale. I can see the oh, no, the women are much be- more beautiful there. Oh, you meant you meant actual whales. <laughs> Sorry. No, These jokes that, today. Like I'm not on my A game. No, no. <laughs> Unreal. Okay. So that's that. Uh, and, and Shelby asks, uh, oh, no, hold on. Sorry. Robert also has one thing. The first thing you want to do when the, once the pandemic passes. And for me, that's easy. I want to go out to a real nice meal. I yeah. want to cough in public. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can't do I, it now. Gotta cover it up with a fart. Yeah, <laughs> there it is again. I agree. I agree. There's nothing crazy that I want to do. Because um, I'll say, if I say travel, I'm gonna be eating my words because that's what I have to do for work. So I, I'm not necessarily looking forward to it. It's gonna be a stark reality. So I'll just say go out for a nice family dinner. Yeah. Without without the family. <laughs> Solo. Yeah. And by nice, I mean Table McDonald's. For one, please. Table for one. <laughs> Big Mac, awesome. extra sauce. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. No, nah, well, I think about you to the end of the show. <laughs> I want to go back to work. I really do. I mean, it's been Ooh, what? You never hear me say that. Fuck work. I enjoy it. School's fun. I enjoy nothing about leaving my house. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say nothing. I enjoy not unless it's a fish show or out to dinner or to the movies. Yes, I don't hate the fucking movies. Sons of bitches. I love the movies. I just like the option uh, of having the option. I'm all about having options. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Love the option of having options. Yes, I love it. I'm all about options and choices. It's it's a good thing for people. Okay. Shelby asks favorite rom-coms. I don't think I have any. So I don't know. Off the top of my head. I don't have an issue with rom-coms. I don't have an issue with them. I didn't get this memo. I don't remember that one either. It just came last minute. It came late last night. Okay, well, I'm going to try it. I didn't know if anybody would really have any, because I honestly can't think of it. I love romantic comedies. I'm going to see, I'm just drawing a blank right now, but I'm going to. Did you watch Holiday, by the way? No. (laughs) I had to watch it. Emma's in it. Uh, We watched it, my wife and I. And I liked it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch anything with Emma. Absolutely. I don't really know any rom-coms that I can think of off the top of my head, so I decided not to, not to really, to sweat it. You know what I mean? But. I don't know. What can I Coming to America. The Wedding Singer. The Wedding Hmm. Singer. I think of them as like Notting Hill. Notting Hill. Every time someone says, what's your favorite rom-com? I think Notting Hill. Hugh Grant. Fucking love Notting Hill. Yeah. In and out. You know what's good? As good as it gets. That's a great one. That is good. That's a unique one as well. That would would make my list as well. That was one of the first DVDs I I got. I think it was like The Thing and As Good As It Gets. 
And it might have been reversed because I think I was gifted as good as it gets. Then you sold wow. it. Pretty in pink. Yeah, I guess that counts. Okay, I like that too. Yep, definitely Notting Hill too. I like that. Uh, something about sure. Mary. 16 Candles. I guess anything John Hughes. Oh, fuck. Harold and Maude. Probably my favorite rom-com of all time. I never saw that. I never saw it. so many. Wow. And uh, Arthur. Also probably my favorite. Oh, I guess that constitutes as a rom-com too. Okay. When I think of rom-coms, I think of like something different, I guess. But when you get right down to what those movies are, I think of cheesy things like fucking like Hella Date, like I was just talking. Just like Rand, you know what I mean? I don't think about those those classics, like you're saying, like Arthur and Sixteen Candles. I picture them as just regular comedies and just I don't know know if, love interest thrown in. That would be like teen know. comedies or something like that. I think those were like the teen comedies that were not the Porky's style, where it was about kids getting laid. It became the John Hughes uh, era of, of, of teen comedy. Romantic comedy, I think of like the Notting Hills and the, the Love Actually and, and stuff like that. Like that, there, it seems like a a subgenre uh, unto itself. Annie Hall. Yeah. Annie Hall. Never saw that either. If the Plus. Grease movies count, then then that Grease 1 and 2. They're kind of, there's kind of romance involved, you know? If my wife was here, she'd be able to uh, rifle off five, no question. And I'm shocked that I'm drawing a blank at five in total, but Notting Hill always seems to top my list. I could always pop that on and enjoy it. Sounds it sounds boring. Notting Hill is great. It's Notting so good. Yeah. It's really, really good. It sounds boring. I thought it was a drama. Like like Mary Riley or some shit. It was just a boring sounding movie. <laughs> Mary me. Riley went to Notting Hill and took a nice long nap. High Fidelity. That's another doesn't it just one. sound boring? High Fidelity that, might be. I would. That's uh, with Jack Black and, uh, um, oh fuck. John Cusack. John Cusack. I, mean, I know. John Cusack. Yeah. Right. That's he I still didn't know after I told him. I'm like John Cusack. Like John Cusack. That's no, I was like no. I was more that I was. I can't. Couldn't believe I forgot his name. What about Clueless? Would you consider Clueless a rom-com? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like Clueless, you know? There's a movie I love that's kind of a chick flick. It, 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 it absolutely is a chick flick, but I love it. It's called Mermaids. You know what that is? Yeah, yeah with uh, Renona Ryder and Cher. Yep. Yeah, and Christina Ricci. Moonstruck. Moonstruck, another uh Never saw rom-com. it. I do like Cher, but I, I, you I would like you. Would, I feel like Dave would like Moonstruck. Is he an Italian in that movie? Is that the one? Nicholas yeah, Cage Nicolas is the Cage, Italian yeah. too, I think. Okay, yeah, I probably would like that. Wow, good. We got more. We got more well, uh, talk about rom coms than I thought we were going to. Okay, here's a message we got on Patreon because I'm about to leave Patreon and go to the Facebook page. But I, we got a message this morning, and I have to read this because <laughs> it's funny. Drew sent us a message, and it says, "I'm sorry if this is a dumb question, but what movie is the you broke my glasses from?" <laughs> you thought it was a movie isn't that great <laughs> so i said well we'll tell you the story uh, on the show and it's not from a movie it's from something that actually happened so what i did was i pulled it up here and th- there's a story about this republican greg gianforte body slammed a reporter <laughs> something happened some guy came in and he didn't like what the reporter was doing and uh, that's basically it, and I'll, I'll play it here. This is what went down. Oh, it's going to be an ad, fucking YouTube. So give it a second. But anyway, it's. I heard about it somehow, and I cracked a joke, said that something happened on this show, and I did it to somebody when they came in, and 
it grew to what it was. But hold on, here it comes. <laughs> And I think you do it better. I think you do a better impression of that guy than that guy does. I got a question from Jim K and I couldn't answer it. So I said I'd reach out to you guys. So I figured my, my, my now would be a perfect time. Excuse me. He says, hey, Luch, question. I've seen Jason 9 a million times. So Jason goes to hell a million times. And I still don't get the Mahoney joke. Am I missing something? And I, got, and I said, I, I'm not sure either. When was it made? He goes, right after Wait, they what? blow up J- the Mahoney joke. He goes, right after they blow up Jason, some say that it's so funny, but don't explain the reason why they think it's so funny. And I think it, I think it's when they blow him up. It's like, hey, Mahoney, get over here and clean up this mess. Is it the actor? Like, I don't, I, I didn't actually research it, but I just thought I'd throw it out there and see if you guys knew what the hell he's talking about. Are we talking about Police Academy? Well, that's what I, I want to know. Is it, a, is it a reference to Police Academy, Mahoney, and... Why is it funny? I never thought that was a joke. I never heard that before. Well, maybe he says, maybe it's a line from Police Academy. Hey, Mahoney, come over and clean up this mess. And maybe they just copped the line, totally copped the line from that. But I don't, I don't know. So he asked and I thought I I'd never try to get an answer. I never knew there was a thing that people talked about. Hey, Mahoney, come and clean up this mess. Only yeah. Mahoney I know is Father Mahoney. Or come up and you clean know? up this shit. Yeah. Father Mahoney. I never knew that was a thing. I, I'm kidding. I, I didn't know that people talked about that happening in that movie. So, damn it. I, I wish I did know, but I don't. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it is a joke from a uh, police academy. Yeah, That's... first FBI agent. Good shooting. Mahoney. Now clean up all this shit. Weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I wish I, I wish sorry, I had an answer. Sorry, Jim. No help. All right. Yeah. Maybe so, there's no joke there. Maybe it's just good shooting, Mahoney. Now clean up this shit. And people think it's that funny? Right. <laughs> Maybe they think it's funny because Mahoney just killed Jason and his reward for killing this thing is clean up this shit. Maybe it's funny Maybe. like in the moment, like you just destroyed, you know, evil. My glasses. Clean up, clean up this shit. Uh, they find that funny, but they don't find the guy, the coroner munching down on Jason's heart hilarious. <laughs> oh, it is hilarious. I cracked up the first time I saw it. Yes. Same thing. That is a funny scene. No question about it. Yeah, wow. And that one scene in From Dust Till Dawn, <laughs> when he holds it, I thought he was going to bite into the heart when he tore that guy's heart out and the guy ran at him. And he turns around and he holds it up. I thought he was going to bite into it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Liz wants us to know that the traditional symbol of the five-year anniversary is wood. So this Break is out, a- Junior. I'm sporting yeah. it right now. <laughs> Speaking of Junior, somebody said something about it. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Somebody said something. Yeah. Stop referring to Dan, it. What did it say? Oh, top five times David brought up his unit. Okay, that's what it was. <laughs> his unit. Unit's a funny one. <laughs> I wasn't staring at his unit. Did you ever see Neighbors when they say that in that movie? 
Oh, you got a new neighbor, huh? One whose unit you could stare at? He says to his wife. <laughs> I wasn't staring at his unit, she said. He goes, ah, give me a break. I know when a, when a woman is checking out a man's unit, Vic's wife, that Ramona, she was doing it to me, he said. <laughs> anyway, more about that later. Okay. Uh, That's a good movie. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Uh, top five horror films. Christmas, da-da-da-da-da. Okay, we've already done that. Possibly top five hidden gems. Oh, I forgot to send us that one. So Brandon already has his show. Or, oops, we'll talk more about those next week, I guess. Eric Webster says bleached assholes, Canadian commercials, and Dave's dick. Okay, so my dick's in the mix. Uh, let's see. I'm just kind of flying down what everybody said uh, on the thing here. Okay, Gary did it. Okay, Gary said to everyone asking for lists. Last year, I had them do their top ten Christmas movies, all genres, and then their top five Christmas horror films for that episode. It already exists from last year. So there you go. Um, Topanga says, tell us some funny behind-the-scenes classic moments. What movie scared someone that was not scary at all? Who jumped during a scene that wasn't scary? Who got the scare? Who got so scared from a movie they couldn't sleep? Which movie you didn't want to see but turned out to be a favorite? The only one I could definitely answer... Is a movie that turned out to be my favorite that I didn't want to see was Suspiria, the remake, of course. Yeah, as far as that other stuff, it's hard for me to answer, and it's nothing I could send to these guys because it's something we all had to come up with. But behind-the-scenes moments, I don't know. What you see is what you get on this show. It's there's it's no different from the mics being on or off. It's the same shit. It, it, nothing ever crazy happens. Uh, the only, the worst thing that ever happened is me throwing a temper because my, my shit's not working right or something. Or Well, Christian threw a temper last week, and that was the first time. That and that's yeah. the reason why my audio was fucked. Because when we switched when we switched it, I must have hit something on my microphone, and it cut my mic levels way down. And that's why the YouTube version was fucked. I thought I put the leveler version on, but I didn't. So th- there's the answer. So thank you to uh, Ram. Ramman, Jill, and Chris, a.k.a. Scott, for pointing that out and bringing it to my attention. I didn't fix it yet, but thank you. See, fall, see falling asleep is a pretty funny behind yeah. <laughs> especially Especially because I'm, like, trying to talk into the mic to wake him up, and Dave's like, I told him not to fucking drink a bottle of red wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do scold these guys. So I, I, I scold Brandon a lot, but it's, I think it's on camera. Scold. I'm like, damn it, B. I do. I scold him. I shouldn't do it, but I do. I scold him about certain things he does, and like when he's trying to fumble with his camera or his sound. I don't want to mention it because he gets real fucking OCD about it. So anytime yeah. anything's happening on Brandon's end, I don't want to say anything because sometimes it leads to fucking catastrophe, and then we're delayed for an hour. Although I delayed us the most ever the one time because I didn't know to look in the fucking right email on the on the on the year end show where it, my Skype was fucked up and it took three hours to start and. Uh, Remember when you deleted your notes? Oh, I oh man. That was useless. You're right. Yeah. yeah, you were like, might as well not even do the show. Might as well just retire. Remember, remember the time Christian needed a week off and you're like, let's just end the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> you do flip out sometimes. <laughs> Christian's like, ah, I can't record this week. It's like, we might as well just wrap up the show now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that. It got delayed like three times. Something was going on. Yeah. It was it was just a cherry on top or, or, or a piece of shit on top. And it was like, now this is going to happen. Oh, well, fuck it. Maybe we should just wrap it up. <laughs> 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 That's 
Oh, Christian Lundgren. No, he wants to ramp it up. Look at him. Yeah, like, I'm not. No, I'm not feeling very good. So sorry. I just quiet. Oh. But that's okay. Let's keep going. Okay. All right. Well, we'll start we'll fight. John Rose. Top five episodes. Top five Christmas flicks. We've done them. Top five reasons Christian sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Marco. That guy. That's got to be the finished fuck. Oh no! John it's John Rhodes. Rhodes. John Rhodes. Yeah. Oh, he's a prick too. <laughs> Okay, Paul says top five non-horror films. This should be interesting. I thought we've done this before too. I thought we did it before as well. No, we we discussed doing it, but it it never came to fruition. But my my are easy. I can tell you my top five. My uh, number one is actually. See, the thing is, I could say it's weird because I could say two movies. And, I, and the other one, I could say, like, more than – if it's on a franchise or something, I'm just going to pick one movie. So I'm going to say number one is The Godfather, although it, it may as well be tied with Godfather 2. That, that's one and two. That, that's the top for me. Number two would be Natural Born Killers. Uh, number three would be um, – I, I could say Star Wars, but I'll just say Empire Strikes Back. I'll just, you know – put the top one out there and then i could say uh uh goodfellas number four and the number five i'm going to cheat and have a tie it, it's belushi and Aykroyd. i'm going to say the blues brothers and neighbors there you go i i always struggle with this freaking list i always do i have seven listed here and i don't want to cheat so i'm trying to figure out how do i whittle this down to the top five it's damn near possible I, I love them all, so maybe I'll just say them all and cheat. But, Brandon, if you have a definitive top five, I'll let you go first if you want. I have six, but uh, okay, really good. one is just like a hidden a hidden gem I discovered. But uh, mine's Harold and Maude, Ninth Configuration, Once, Hedwig and the Angry Inch, and Judgment at Nuremberg are my five favorite films. And a hidden gem I discovered last year when I was doing that movie challenge, just watching a million movies is from 2011 called The Music Never Stopped. And uh, so that'll I'll give that as a shout-out because it's, it's a gem. Awesome. Nice. Very cool. Mine are very generic, I think, then in comparison. And I'm not going to – there's no particular order. They're all there. So it's Raiders of the Lost Ark, Train Spotting, The Empire Strikes Back, Scarface, Back to the Future, Rear Window, and Blowout. And there's still so many fucking others, as we all have, because we're all movie buffs and oh, whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, that just – close as i can narrow it down and they're still i feel like leaving off some amazing well obviously movies oh yeah i can i can rattle off like 15 more maybe we'll do it again another show let's see these are some honorable mentions we'll just throw them out there for fun you know that'll be some okay jill uh top five favorite memories looking back at the show and becoming friends that's that's we won't even be able to answer that and we don't have time (laughs) it's it's, all (laughs) <laughs> that's a strong word <laughs> we'll let you know when it happens yeah. <laughs> here's a funny one well it's going to be funny with my shit top five favorite things to eat over the holidays and I struggle with this so that's why my answers are going to be funny uh, so for me the, the number one thing over the holidays to eat is my mom's Christmas cookies no question. I, I love them, and I hope that my daughter and my wife learn to, to do it that way for when she's not around sometime. We're still going to be able to, to do it, you know. Uh, but number two, 
is toast. Italian to- bread toasted with butter because I only have it once a year and it's only on Christmas morning. <laughs> wow. Christian, you know what I find? This guy only has toast once a year. It's true. <laughs> That's crazy. I, <laughs> I know. Well, there's certain, like, I only have McDonald's french fries once a year on my birthday. Uh, on a desert island. They're reserved for holidays. <laughs> Everything has a holiday with it. That, that's how I That's how I do it. That's how you stay disciplined, man. It's got to somehow, yeah. right. Uh, number three is uh, whatever pasta my mother's going to make or whatever, ravioli, lasagna, any just any pasta at all, any Sunday dinner throughout December, anywhere I go. It's not happening now, but i got to have pasta out there. <laughs> this is going to be kind of funny, but but cheese and crackers. Because uh, in the holidays, Italians usually have these things out there with, with different meats on them, and then they have like cheese and cracker things on their table and all this uh, stuff. Like, like, a, like a charcuterie board. Yeah, something like that. And I like to drink wine and, and, and have cheese and crackers with that wine. So it's just something I like to do, and it's a holiday thing. And then number five would just be nuts, just those holiday nuts that you only get around holiday time. You know? So there you go. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, there's no there's no surprises here. That's I I like. Only one day is it? Only 189 more days till I get to have toast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking crazy. All the all the usual shit that you'd usually have, but the nuts and the uh, like, um, kind of like, um, oh my god, antipasto tray a dish uh, of cold cuts uh, and, and mixture of stuff that that. I look forward to it. It's not like we just have it at Christmas, but I look forward to that as well. And that's it. If I ever go to my uncle's, which we wouldn't be going to this year, we don't go often. But one uncle, if if he he makes lamb, and it's phenomenal the way that they do it, him and his wife. So, but that won't be this year. Wool on or wool off? Wool on, yeah. Or wool light. Yeah, I should send you to him to get like a, for a barber. He'll trim you up real nice. <laughs> I need, I need a fucking sharing. And, it's, and then serve you for dinner. Uh, my holiday foods are like Jewish foods. Brisket, matzo ball soup, macaroons for dessert, banana cream pie for dessert. And then I went completely away from the Jewish holiday staples that I usually have on the holidays. And I went straight to Halloween. And uh, just something I eat usually during Halloween time and, and not the rest of the year for some reason. But candy corn. Fucking love candy corn. And I find myself only eating it in October. The only time you can get it, isn't it? For the most part. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can probably, you know, like order it off of Amazon or, or something. Yeah. Probably like Cadbury cream eggs. You can only get them around Easter. And that, that's their slogan. But when Easter comes, because when he's gone, they're gone. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking random. What does your wife walk in when you're doing that? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> totally. Okay. Um, uh, Ram Man, top five albums, any genre. I don't know what that means exactly, but top five albums. God, let me tell you about music. I could talk about, I am more into music than I am into movies. I could talk about, I wish I could have a podcast. I could just talk about different decades, the 60s, 70s, 80s, up up until 2000. By, by the time 2000s come around, early 2000s, I'm out of it. I don't listen to anything about it. I just don't like music nowadays for the most part. But I love music so much, it's ridiculous. So I could just talk about fucking music eternally. So it's tough for me to make a top five albums. But... You know, it's, it's weird. It's tough for me to make a top five albums because as much as I love music, 
I never been much of a a collector, a buyer of albums because I've always been somebody who just like not to sound uh, lame, but just really just likes the hits and stuff. I never listened to like entire albums through. If I oh. had to, li- if I had to list albums that I would listen to through, it would be something like Pet Sounds. It would be Sgt. Pepper's. Obviously, you know, I mean, this, this is kind of cheating, but you know, two of my favorite films are musicals, so I would go with the one soundtrack, and I would go with the Hedvig soundtrack, and then if I had to pick like a David Bowie album, I'd go with like Hunky Dory because it's got Life on Mars on it, which is one of my favorite songs. So, great song, nice. Yeah. It's tough. Now I know Christian's a real big music fan, same as I. So, yeah, I, um, I can't narrow it down either. Uh, be a mix mash of everybody that we just listed in the the favorite bands. And that, and then of course, then there's multiple albums from those bands, and then I can't. It's so difficult. It's tough. Yeah, it's a great question, but I, I've never actually whittled it down. Oh no. wait, I have five uh, Taylor Swift albums. Oh wait, that's not my list. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Well, it's weird. If I legitimately went top five, there's a good chance that it would be all Beatles from from Revolution on, it, it, Revolver on. It'd be like Revolver, Sgt. Pepper's, um, the Magical Mystery, White and Abbey. It just might be those five. If I, if, yeah. but I, I don't want to do that. And and if live albums were included, I could pick my favorite live Fish albums and put them there. So I cast all that aside and I said not more than one one album per group. So I did come up with the top five. Um, that that's I guess you could say it's definitive. But n- my number one is the Beatles White Album, no question about it. Uh, my number two is Pink Floyd The Wall. Number three, Downward Spiral, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, number four, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness by Smashing Pumpkins. And number five, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back, Public Enemy. That's the five I settled on. What the hell's a public enemy? <laughs> but man i could talk music forever I, I, i'm making a thing right now for my daughter like I, i'm trying to pick the, the top 25 albums of the 90s and i want her to listen to every one of them and dude and you need to things. you know what you need to watch the movie i recommended as a hidden gem called the music never stopped just just add it to the I list know just, it. okay yeah just yeah. put it on you know just stay aware of it and when you get free time somewhere down the road watch it because music plays a big part in it, particularly the Grateful Dead. Yep, I know all about it because of the Grateful yes, Dead, right? It's yep. it's a fantastic film. But damn, yeah, I could just I could just talk it. I, I could just keep going on talking about music and albums, and there's just so many. And all those albums that I mentioned, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Not just them. There's some other ones too that I went straight years, years, listening to those albums every day of my life. Like, I listened to the White Elm and the Wall and Downward Spiral for a year straight, each of them. Every day of my life, I listen. I, I really get sucked into them. And it's just, I'm weird with my music. And, like, you just look at everything I listen to now. Like, I can tell you, like, last week I listened to, like, three Depeche Mode albums. Then I listened to Super Unknown from Soundgarden twice in a row. Then I listened to freaking uh, uh, Method Man to Kale. Then I listened to Bjork Post. And then I listened to, um, what the hell did I listen to last? Whatever the hell it was. Allison changed Dirt yesterday. I'm just all over the place all the time. Whatever strikes me, I just do it. And then I have like playlists and everything else. And I just, and I, sometimes I'll listen to fish for like a month straight. I'll listen to one fish live album and I just won't be able to stop listening to them. Who are you, weird. Aquaman? Stop listening to the I know, fish. I'm, I'm nuts. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. 
Okay, Abraham Ram again, top five Blumhouse films. Boy, this was hard. When I looked it up, I had no idea how many Blumhouse films were actually great. I was like, holy shit, this is a Blumhouse film? So it, it was tough, and I actually had to settle on these five. I, I had like nine, though, but I ended up settling on um, – this is in no order. This is what I just have written down. The Burge, Insidious, Lords of Salem. Okay, I went more. Sorry, this is seven. <laughs> Get Out, Sinister, um, The Bay, and The Town That Dreaded Sundown. <laughs> Literally, shit. almost entirely – Almost entirely my list. I went Insidious, yeah. Sinister, The Purge, The Bay, and Creep. And then I gave two shout-outs for this year. Two films that, I mean, they could come up next week. They're not on my list, but they could be on yours. So, But two of the Blumhouse films from this year that were released straight to Prime called Black Box and Nocturne. I thought were both excellent. Yeah, fucking Blumhouse. And they did all the Paranormal Activity movies. Yeah, you know? I left they, Paranormal yeah. Activity off. I left Lord yeah. of Salem off. And there's another one, too, that, let's see, if, if Christian doesn't mention it, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that it didn't make your list, but I'll be some more surprised if it doesn't make his. And I didn't realize that it was a Blumhouse. I, did, I, I didn't do it. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> all right, don't, don't worry. Shame. The movie I was going to say was Hush. That's a Blumhouse film. Oh, yeah, Hush. Oh, man, there are a lot of great movies out there. Really? There really? is more than I thought. Huh. And Jerry Herring, copy us and do five remakes, reboots you want to see. And that was a real good episode. I listened to, um, uh, they, they after uh, some time away, they just they just came back on um, Kill the Cast. And that, that was an interesting listen. So I thought of five movies I'd like to be re- remade. I, uh, I've been saying this for years. The Fun House, I think, is due for a remake with a, uh, a better atmosphere, just a better overall slasher. And maybe even Rob Zombie doing it, I think, could fit right in. Um, let's see. Um, needful things because I think it's a great premise for for a movie. The devil having the shop and having those curious goods and doing his thing. And I just don't think the execution of that movie. I don't think I've ever great. seen Needful Things. It's not that great, but it's too bad because, like I said, the premise I think is awesome. Yeah. But so so needful things. Audition. I think I'd like. To, I've always said it. I think an American remake could actually do it good. And I yeah. think they can make the third act unfold a different way where it's not like the dream state. As much as I love that movie, I think that they could make it a little more straightforward, flashback style, some other way. I But I, I would like to see that. April Fool's Day, I think, would be a good movie to remake. Uh, maybe not with the exact same ending, but I was thinking maybe there could be killing going on and somebody thinks they're playing a joke, but something else happens. And there really is somebody there that's a killer that is doing it for real. And then somehow it ends dude, in a class. Dude, it, April Fool's Day almost made my list. And there's... I can't even say it. I want to recommend a film, t- a 2020 film to you, but I can't, I, I can't even say the name of it because I don't want to spoil anything. Because obviously, th- this film, when I watch it this year, I'm like, holy shit, this is almost like, this almost feels like a modern day April Fool's Day. But you can't advertise that because obviously you'd be spoiling everything. But it was a 2020 film and it's so good. And at some point, I'll sneak in a recommendation to you when you forget about this conversation. And I'll tell you, oh, well, you guys got to check out this film. And, and uh, it'll be an honorable mention. It'll I'll sneak it in next week. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. So who's got them? Uh, I'll go. Um, dare I say it? But Jaws. Oof. I think it's wow. time somebody. I think it's time somebody tackle it and really attempt to make a, a an, an epic shark film today. Uh, Tourist Trap. 
fucking love Taurus Trap. I think it's that's the film when I saw it as a kid. I was like, this is terrifying. And I noticed from a young age that it was rated PG. Can you imagine if they they amped it up like uh, Chopping Mall? Just love the concept of it. I think they could just do a modern version and be great. Urban Legend. Urban Legend. Absolutely. Just yes. This is endless urban legend. So I just feel like they could do it and make it darker. And my last one, a film that I feel like any of these, you know, I don't want to just call them artsy directors, but, you know, these top directors that we keep mentioning over and over, I think could tackle and and do do something special with today. Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, I think that, too, even though I like the miniseries. Yeah, that's funny. That's exactly who I had in mind. Wow. That's exactly who I had in mind. I think he captured the atmosphere of it fantastically. Amazing. Wow, yeah. that's a great idea. Cool, cool. You got any seat? I, I really didn't do this question either. I apologize. But I've talked about okay, it on the buddy. show. We've brought it up on certain episodes. I'd be like, this would be prime for a remake. And of course, I can't remember any of them right now. So I'm going to go to what I always say, which is Prom Night, a, an actual remake of Prom Night, not the what we got in 2008 offshoot. Uh, and Friday the 13th. And I mean with Pamela. And Jason dead as and as a side story because no one's going to market that because they want Jason and Jason is the is, is the key so that you somehow have to be able to make the movie marketable but with Pamela. And you know what? That's a great idea, and I think they should probably go with like like somebody like a Naomi Watts. I've said it numerous times before. I want to <laughs> choke the hair off you. <laughs> Hey, I've said Amy Steele because she's the only other person to don the sweater. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Okay, number uh, or number. James asked top five horror comedies. This was actually pretty easy for me. I just kind of Googled it and I thought of a couple and I had like two. I was like, which, who's going to fill that out? And then I went, okay, I go, that's easy. I, I and These are in order. My number one is what we do in the shadows. It's 100%. It's overtaken number two, which for a long time was Shaun of the Dead. Then I go Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Then Young Frankenstein. I am considering that a horror comedy. It, it just is. And number five, Evil Dead 2. There you go. Nice. Cool. Good list. Uh, I, ha- I had What We Do in the Shadows also. Uh, I had Tucker and Dale. I had Fright Night, Reanimator. And, of course, number one for me would be American Werewolf. And- See, for, I didn't count those movies. I'm weird that way. I don't. I don't consider *Fright Night*, *Reanimator*, *American Werewolf*, or *Return of the Living Dead* as horror comedies. I don't wow. know why. I see I don't humor know in them. I just. I just don't picture them as horror comedies the way the other five were. But that's just me. And the know. other five are more laugh out loud. Yeah. I, I, I see. What, I, I see. I, I, I see it. Yeah. Oh, they're I all been... consider them as. Yeah, sure. sure. I agree. Uh, they're all everybody's mentions have been great, but I do. I like my number one's Return of the Living Dead. Number two is Night of the Creeps. Number three, Shaun of the Dead. Number four, American Werewolf. And number five, Evil Dead 2. And there's so many left off that list because Reanimator, Fright Night, uh, what we do in the yeah. shadows has been mentioned. Um, I love Army of Darkness. Uh, I Young believe it's Evil Dead, Evil Dead also. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I just I have a different idea with, with comedies. For some reason, like, I, were, I think Return of the Living Dead, like, the first 45 minutes is funny, and then I, I think the comedy just kind of ends. But either way, we, we don't have time to, to get into oh, the classification. I just see it differently. I don't know. Okay, uh, 
Where are we here? Only a couple left. Glenn, top five horror movie creatures. <laughs> this. Okay. Here, here's my top five. Pumpkinhead. No order. Pumpkinhead, I think, is great. Love the look of him and, and everything else. He's badass. Uh, the Graboids, it's it's a terrifying thing. Fuck, you man. You've already taken my first two. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the you're not going to have this one. That big giant thing at the end of the mist that they look up and it's got huge giant legs. You don't even exactly. Dude, it just that's awesome. Me. That's awesome. Isn't that's, it? Very, that's Lovecraftian. Ooh. Dude, it's just a terrifying thing to, to, yeah. to think that could happen. Um, the the <laughs> crawlers and the descent. The crawlers and the descent, I think, are freaking oh, pretty sorry. badass. Sorry. And Belial. He isn't really a creature. But he actually is. Why is he a creature? He's supposed to be human, but something about the look of him and what he does. Hey, I don't know. We're already fucking him. We might as well give him a mention as a great horror <laughs> creature. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had. I also had um, Pumpkinhead and the Graboids, and then I went with the uh, the Dog Soldiers. I just think they're fucking terrifying. I, again, Bruce Jaws. I, I I consider him a creature, so terrifying yeah. and. I wouldn't even know which version to pick, but I, every version of the thing is fucking fantastic. So the thing as it doesn't even matter which one. If you if you sold like a an action figure of the thing in any of its forms that you see it in, even if it's just a fucking dog, I would still buy it. Yeah. Speaking That's of that dog, one. my wife said that to me this morning. She yeah. said she was, What about the dog from the thing she told me? Yeah, and I said, favorite animal, huh? I go, I, I, I guess it's an animal. I mean, I just, it just didn't occur to me, you know. But anyway, sorry, see. Yeah. No, it's fine. You gotta watch uh, Clark. I mean, mine, mine are more predictable. I mean, I blend aliens and creatures together. Maybe some people don't, but I mean, so be it. So gremlins, um, I love, I love the evil gremlins look. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Predator. I think, I think, I just love the costume design on that. Uh, alien, a, alien, or aliens, <laughs> because when they come, when there's multiple ones in six suits or whatever, boy, is it creepy. Uh, and probably the scariest thing about the sequel, which is more action focused, and of course the thing, any version of the thing. <laughs> I just think it's, it would have been funny if you just because you were sort of like, oh, I can this, and then you should have just read your list like like Gremlins from Gremlins, the thing from the thing, <laughs> Predator from Predator, Aliens from Aliens. You should well have read it like. <laughs> the best the movie's named right after them you know yeah. <laughs> they're so good that they get their own title like Pumpkinhead. <laughs> Pumpkinhead from Pumpkinhead, alien from alien <laughs> the thing from the thing gremlins from gremlins <laughs> jaws from jaws jaws from jaws predator he is jaws predator. we call him bruce but the world knows him as jaws yeah it's like jaws. What's, what's what's that shark jaws you know yeah. what i mean but anyway um that's all i said uh travis tmb says top five skunks in horror <laughs> all i know is of two well i guess three if you can count me uh marco top five things you dislike about christian <laughs> <Yeah>. jesus <laughs> what a prick eh? <laughs> Poor yeah <laughs> right that's why vince fun said go fuck yourself marco <laughs> right that's what i heard okay number five number five what is a matter with me wow <laughs> Top five oh. finished friends. Oh, jeez. Here's from Becca. Here you go. Uh, top five candle scenes in horror. Candle scenes, Brandon. I What's forgot that? to do I, I, I 
I actually researched this. I'm like, and I kept getting horror scented candles. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want to buy shit on Etsy. I was looking for like any scenes in horror movies that had candles. And I'm like, oh, that's a cool scene. So I came up with Mrs. White dead with all the red candles when she's crucified oh. in the door frame. The red candles <laughs> adds tons of atmosphere. Uh, we recently covered, and it's actually funny, but Charlie, uh, Charles, Charlie Brewster's uh, vigil in Fright Night when he lights all the candles and he's making the stakes. Oh, I'm going to jump in and give him one in Friday 2. Uh, the shrine for Pamela's head. There's candles there. so that's, that's, my, my... that's my number five. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Want to so jump in and steal any more? Can- <laughs> the flammable right? candle. The candles, the scene <gasps> where you had- Right. Scene. He burns and- his ass up. Yeah. And another one I saw, and I'm like, oh, that's a great scene. The birthday candles on the happy birthday to me cake at the end. Great atmospheric scene. Bravo. I think I, I, I guess. Yeah, I and put I put that one I put, off and I was going to do just forgot Carrie. Night. I put the candles in Carrie. That's it. Only because of guys talking. You put the candles in Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's how you get the wax out of her. <laughs> I was trying to think of a movie where they lit candles and they dripped them on somebody. Didn't that happen in a movie? Body of uh, evidence. It happened in Dogs Don't Wear Pants. They did it in Bully, actually. I know that. What do you say? Dogs Don't Wear Pants? Yeah. I rewatched it last night. I never heard of so, it. It's a movie? It's on Shudder, yeah. I rewatched oh, it because I it was the first 2020 I watched this year, thinking it was going to be horror because it's on Shudder, and uh, I wrote not horror after watching it, even though I gave it a high score, and then I rewatched it last night, and I wrote still not horror, but still gave it a high score again. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, three more questions. Uh, Dave Parker, five best chicken wing sauces, and I got to answer them from Buffalo. So, I mean, I got I got wing sauces. But, however, it's almost always mild, medium, and hot, because that's, that's life out here. <laughs> but, but, number one, actually, is barbecue pit. If you can get a place that can do barbecue pit, you're not going to have a better wing ever. They take the wings, they make them up, they throw them in that barbecue sauce, then they put them <laughs> on a grill. Dirt. And they, they, you know, <laughs> dirt, yeah. They, they, they put them in, in a grill, they, they, you know, they, they, they broil them on there for a bit, then they take them out of the grill and then put a little more sauce on them, more barbecue sauce, and voila, there you go. Barbecue pit wings, you just can't beat them. And then after that, garlic parmesan. You take the wings, you put them in the in, in, you add some butter, some garlic salt, and some Parmesan cheese, and you shake them up. And the best part is the wings stay crispy. Because if you just take chicken wings out of the fryer, they're actually crispy. But usually by the time you get them and you got the sauce on them and it's sunk in, they're squishy. But you can't beat a wing like that. It, it, it stays crispy and it's got it, – or even garlic honey. You get a little honey in there. I'm telling you, if you make wings at home, try this stuff. It's great. And I'm going to put – Something over. Try a plain wing and tell me what you think with no sauce on it. Just try it. I know it sounds absurd to some people. Just try it. If you get a fresh wing out of the freaking fryer and it's been untouched, it's so crispy and something about the skin, it's really good. So those things. And then, of course, I I, I say mild and then medium and then occasionally (laughs) hot. And that's it. I like that one of your favorite barbecue sauces was a plain wing. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to put it on. Hey, Mr. Parker, here's one of my favorite sauces. Try a plain wing. Don't you have suicide? Don't you have suicide in in Buffalo suicide sauce, which is even hotter than hot? Like hot and then suicide. Yes, Dave's (laughs) Insanity. If you ever get your hand on Dave's Insanity sauce, get it and try that. We listen to it every fucking (laughs) week. (laughs) 
<laughs> Indeed. Whew. I'm boring. I don't have an answer because I don't eat wings. I'm not okay. a wingman. I only do two days a year, opening day of football and Super Bowl. Now, does it coincide with Toast Day? Nope. Toast Day is Christmas. <laughs> every no. holiday or every event has it. <laughs> I, I love wings, but I'm boring. I, I literally will go suicide or hot, uh, hotter than hot, typically, unless we're sharing them with the family and we can't do the two sauces and we're just mixing. <laughs> then there'll be more the mild style. But we've done. Do you like them breaded, Dave, or non-breaded? Oh, they're okay every so often to try a yeah. breaded one. Yeah, I like, that's not a like, bad idea. Again, every so often. Toast. Yeah, once in a while. Buttered, buttered wings. <laughs> <laughs> on Christmas but, buttered, buttered bread wings <laughs> yeah buttered toasted wings <laughs> <Wait> a- <laughs> I still think that the best toast. top five <laughs> best <laughs> top five fucking <laughs> sauces for wings is a plain wing no I think I was laughing more at the best holiday dish is buttered toast out <laughs> of everything <laughs> Forget, forget the turkey. Oh, forget the he ham. The buttered answer. toast. <laughs> buttered toast and his favorite hot sauce is a plain wing. There you go. Oh, I, I overthink it, and Dude, I still have the answers. It's fucking comedy gold. You don't even realize that's what makes it so funny. Is that you're be, you're completely serious, and it's unintentional. It's gremlins from gremlins. The predator from predators. <laughs> Aliens from aliens and the thing from the thing. <laughs> oh. Okay, um, top five '90s horror from George. Top five '90s horror. I'm lucky because I did a show a few years ago, uh, the summer series, and I had my own list, so it wasn't hard for me to, to to see what my top five were. And here's what they were: number five, from Dust Till Dawn; number four, Ring or Ringu, as you might want to call it, from Japan; uh, number three, Misery. Number two, Scream. Number one, Silence of the Lambs. Nice. Yep, there you go. I mixed it up a little. I threw a, a, a sort of like a underrated honorable mention. I put Thesis at number five. Uh, tr- Tremors at number four. Uh, Scream at number three. Candyman at number two. And Silence of the Lambs at number one. Nice. And I had Day of the Beast... Uh, Lord wow. of Illusions, uh, mm. Scream, and Signs of the Lambs, and I just realized that I only had four. So if I had to pick a five, fuck, because I do like Nightbreed as well. But again, it's... it's been nasty. Yeah, but there's there's a few other ones. Like you mentioned From Dust Till Dawn, oh, and that crap. stands out too. Just, just admit it. <laughs> what? <laughs> just admit what? The, the craft. Yeah. It's the craft. He prefers the newer craft. He prefers 2020 craft. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what? Um, shit, I was just going to say something. Christian, what were, you, what, what, was, what were you saying? Oh, 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 oh. No, no, you mentioned that Day of the Beast. They just announced the 4K. I saw that. Somebody posted that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Uh, here's one. Christine. <laughs> Top five favorite patron listeners. <laughs> we have a bottom five apparently i'll tell you what i can tell you this my second favorite I, I have a second favorite my second favorite patron listener is lucas he's my second favorite and all the others are tied for first 
<laughs> Only because he unfriended me and stormed out of a chat because we had a difference of opinion on how wrestling journalism should be done. <laughs> so I'm just, you know, I'm just having fun. But he, he hearing those two me. words together just makes me laugh. Wrestling yeah. journalism. Yeah. Get me started. Well, there you go. That, that's the side I'm on. I'm I'm on your side with that. Anyway. Let's, oh, okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm just. I, I'm not even gonna get going. But you know, I don't know mean. enough about it anymore, so it's too. And too honestly, I do love everybody that's on the Patreon, even Marco, but he's definitely he's a he's a number two. Yeah. <laughs> I like Topanga from Boy Meets Girl the best. <laughs> Unbelievable. Awesome. It's the same Topanga, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's her. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, George Gomez says top five most disturbing films. Whatever disturbing means to you, and yeah, I have to refer this. him to. Yeah, I know. So we're actually done. We did a top twenty. Go back and find it, and that that's quite funny because I give my ridiculous Dave Z answers on that show too. That they, they laugh at me. So, well, so there had, you have it. That's it. I had three more lists on here. What? What do you have? At horror locations, horror Christmas gifts, oh. and, and twist endings. Sorry. We already did right. twist endings on another show, too. I went non-horror twist endings. These were non-horror. Go ahead. Lift them off quick. Go for it. I got to go with um, Boy in the Striped Pajamas, Usual Suspects, Primal Fear, Ben X, and Atonement. And honorable mention for Rudderless. Nice. I love Primal Fear, and it almost made mine. Man. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome. Where are my top five? I I know I have them somewhere. Uh, Top five. uh, hmm, Where the hell did I put it? I don't know where I put mine. Son of a bitch. Horror or non-horror, he said. Okay. So, and I forgot who gave it to me, but these are the ones I chose. Uh, Sleepaway Camp. Frailty. Frailty on my jaw dropped, literally. Dude, Frailty is a fucking fantastic twist ending. Yeah, the, the Empire Strikes Back, uh, of course. I remember as a kid being shocked. Psycho and, and Saw. I mean, come on. <laughs> the, uh, Saw is unforgettable to me. Seeing yeah, Saw. So I, I went strictly non-hard, but if I went hard, Saw would definitely be on there. Yeah, Primal Fear is a great one, too. I'm with you. You know, I watched Usual Suspects for the first time this year and figured it out. I was like, that's what everybody's talking about. I had a telegraph. I didn't know exactly. I go, it's going to be somebody here in this room. It's going to be one of them. I don't know which one exactly. Then as time went on, I'm like, well, it would make sense that it'd be him because he's telling the story. So that's what's going to happen. And sure enough, I figured it out. I'm like, that's the big deal. It's weird. Again, I'm weird. I see shit that, that, that nobody else sees, but the stuff that blows everybody else away, I don't see that's obvious. It happens all the time. It's so, I'm so backwards. But anyway. Uh, what were the other two? Uh, bucket list or no? Top five uh, vacations or something you said? Horror locations and horror Christmas gifts. Obviously, I don't celebrate Christmas, but I wanted to give a shout out to Heather because she sent me a copy of one of my favorite movies, The Invitation. And That's even though it's Hanukkah now, it's my Hanukkah gift, but it's Hanukkah slash Christmas. So. I almost bought it. I wanted to buy it so bad I couldn't pull the trigger. That's awesome. I miss Heather. I never get to talk to her anymore like I used to. Pull the trigger. <laughs> Buy the couldn't, I didn't spend the- too busy buying no. fifty dollar copies of, of Faces of Death. It's true. I've been spending the extra money on the VHSs. Yeah. Seven dollars here, seven dollars there, eight dollars here. And I said I'm not buying any more Blu-rays for a while, so I'm just taking a break. You know. Well, it's not going away, and you still have access to it on Netflix. True. Exactly. 
I, I can't ever think of gifts I got. My memory is absolute dog shit when it comes to things like that, and I can't think of too many horror-related things I got. So those questions are never good for me. About Yeah, honestly, that the only reason I brought up is I wanted to give a shout-out to her for sending that to me. That was really nice. That That's awesome. Nice. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the other one? Top five. The last uh, one I had was horror locations. 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 Yeah. That was kind of hard. Uh, I, you know what? I'll just I'll just say what I put. I put for number five. I put schools, and I thought of slashers like Black Christmas and Girls Night Out, Final Exam. Number four, Hotels, Shining, obvious example. Number three, anything set in the woods, whether it be a cabin in the woods or you know camp. camping for that isolation feel. Yeah, Camp mm-hmm. was my number two. Sleepaway yeah. Camp, Friday the Thirteenth, and number one. Believe it or not, I always tend to like films that are set. In someone's home, and I think of something like yes. the invitation. I think of the Exorcist. I think of Better coherence, watch out. even though that's more sci-fi. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I like the atmosphere of, the of it being set in a home, <laughs> the lodge, <laughs> inside the beach house. <laughs> I'll take the beach house over the lodge, but I'm not a big fan of it either. <laughs> I'm big on that. Just when it's uh, just a house and it's just a few people. That's yeah. what I like. Uh, one of those intimate stories. So that's kind of what I said. It was hard for me to answer. I said the woods, of course. And basically I said anything secluded. And But what I meant by that was just more intimate. Just, you know, in some place where they're far out and alone. I put a castle because I think a castle is usually good. Um, I said anything submerged. Anything submerged underwater, like in something, in a submarine or in freaking, you know, underground even, in caves, just underground at submersion, you know. And, and a, miss for me. The, the water hotel. Are, yeah. The it doesn't have to be water. It just has to be something that's not above ground, submerged, you know. Anything? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's, I, not that necessarily people would consider it straight up horror, but that film Buried with Ryan Reynolds, where it's literally him in a coffin buried alive the whole time. I haven't seen it, but that sounds. Oh, it's a fantastic film, and really, uh, really, it's like a, a thriller, definitely straight up thriller. Cause this is thriller. Yes. See, yeah. you got anything to add to it? Not anything new. You guys just maybe space. I'll add space to the mix, but I had woods slash camp. I I blended the two and secluded, but I love the house idea. Like you brought up the ones I jokingly I said inside as well to add to your list, cause yeah, there is something about just being ter- terrorized in your own house or in someone's house hotel well, a, a movie that's a, a movie that i like this year i don't think it's going to make my list i don't think it will was cadaver people didn't I like this movie too a lot gave it tons of shit yeah it was really good it was really good and that setting was great and i kind of that vast kind of well i call it a hotel but i guess you could say hotel castle-esque but yeah, i uh, very labyrinth like and yeah. uh i mean the twist was very easy to see coming like i knew what yeah. was going on from the instant but a very cool atmosphere and setting for sure i'm surprised so many people shit on that movie i'm really i really am actually i'm not actually, like, i actually think i gave it, it, it i gave it a seven i think i gave it a seven out of ten yeah and people it, were I, like I mean, this is one of the worst films of the year i'm like i noticed no, that <laughs> I, i'm like wow uh it's definitely like i mean i read it a lot i think at that seven range so it's going to be difficult to Categorize. It's just... been a tough list. I've done more rewatches this year than I have any other year, and I still have probably about a dozen more films to to rewatch. Well, just to really, I'm really just trying to be honest to to myself because there's a lot of films that I rated eight to nine. Don't lie to yourself. So, 
Damn. Don't, don't, you're only cheating yourself. <laughs> and that's next show, folks. <laughs> that's what it's going to be all about. Next show. Next time we, Next time you hear from us, the big year show. Top 20 for 20. We're actually doing it. Might be done a different way than we've done it in the past, but we will be talking at least those 20 movies on our list. So, and we just may have a special guest, but I don't want to. I, I, I try to argue against it, folks, but there may be a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be a fun time. So that's that. Not very Christmassy at all. All about five, five year and top fives. And that's just fine with me because I am just to the point now. I've been listening to podcasts for like eight years and I'm tired of every podcast I listen to every year. I got to hear about freaking Santa's sleigh from some show, and this is not a knock on Twenty Two Shots. I love them, and it was really <laughs> them. but so I always they did Santa's sleigh like a week it ago. Just so <laughs> I always highlight Santa's sleigh as a movie I'm tired of hearing about, and Satan's Little Helper in October, just what? because they're those movies. Every fucking podcast has to eventually do it, and I'm just tired of it. I just how many what times about, can I hear Ernest? You don't want to do an Ernest horror movie? <laughs> no. I don't, but I mean, the listeners are different. I'm just, maybe I'm an unusual listener. I just get, I listen to so many different podcasts that I, I can only listen. I'll listen to Friday the 13th till the day I die. That movie really interests me, but a movie that to me is like a six or a seven, it's just there. And it's just like, okay, there's some funny moments, I guess, that I can talk about, but like a Satan's little helper or like a Santa sleigh. I just, it doesn't excite me in the least to hear about those movies. It's, it's I remember just, nothing about Satan's little helper. I saw it once. And I remember absolutely nothing about it. I own the DVD just because I'm in love with his sister, because I think she's absolutely stunning. And I, I, I want that on physical in my house. <laughs> How about that? And I only got it for a dollar at Goodwill. So <laughs> I said, okay, I'm going to buy it for her. That was my, yeah, uh, you know, that's why for I did a dollar, it. <laughs> why not? Yep, exactly. So that's next show. And uh, yeah, and then that's, yeah, big things are coming. And then we'll be having our fun for the next shows after that. It's going to be back to the old school. And then show 135 is going to be our next big show after that because a show 130 to 134 is just going to be us doing our new one old and having some fun. So really looking forward to the next show in the next year. So, boom, we made it. Anybody want to add anything before we get out? No. Uh, enjoy your holidays, everybody. And, uh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, enjoy your holidays. Absolutely. Yes. Enjoy your holidays. Thank you. We love you. And we're going to be out. <laughs> <laughs>